Hey, wait a second. I know what you're thinking. You want to be me like everybody else. Forget about it. You don't have the mental skills or the dexterity. Go on. Go pick somebody else. Pick Hogan or some. Don't pick me. Move. Go. Go. to a special non-canon edition of Links to the Cast. So special that I'm still not entirely sure if this will be a standalone episode or bolted onto the side of one of our normal shows. Uh, this week we're not taking a look at one specific game from way back when. Instead we're opening up the floodgates and taking a look back at a specific genre within video games that over the years has provided a number of classics as well as some of the worst games ever made. We're going to be talking about wrestling games. Uh, we've already co covered a couple in our book club series, including WWF No Mercy and WCW NW Revenge for the N64, uh, but there's still a wealth of games that have yet to be discussed. Uh, and to take on this Herculean task, uh, I can't think of anyone better uh, than one half of the Voices of Wrestling flagship podcast, sponsored by All Elite Wrestling, Rich Critch. <laughs> How's it going? How are you? Thank you, Rich. Like the All Elite Wrestling parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just got off of Tony Khan's boat, so yeah, yeah. Uh, to do this show at 7 a.m. on a Saturday, you know, obviously I'm a I'm a high roller there with the, the All Elite money coming in, but you, uh, you yeah, just, no. You're just handing all those kind of like last bookings that you have to do before you can, you know. Exactly, right, you know, yeah. go, and they, they want you, similar to when you get signed, you know, to WWE, they want you to do all your, your your indie bookings that you exactly. had they don't want you to cancel on them so you know yeah. i i'm still gonna be with the little guys here for a little bit but not of course uh, i will just go to my normal job and do my normal thing and <laughs> do all that i am not sponsored well wrestling yet yet but I, I i i really enjoyed that and the best thing about it and the best thing that i always enjoy about your twitter account is is you can kind of tell when it's i view or when it is joe um but sometimes it's just like you know what? It's a crapshoot. It could be either of them. And <laughs> I, know. I try to do a good job. Yeah, if, if people don't know, uh, at Voices Wrestling is the Twitter account for uh, uh, the whole Voices Wrestling website. And yeah, sometimes Joe, Joe and I both are on there. Joe Lanz is the other uh, host of, of the Voices Wrestling flagship and we we try to do a good job of being like a dash j dash r joe is just kind of giving up on the dash j i still try to do the dash r but sometimes i forget so a lot of times it's like you know maybe we'll be watching a show at the same time and like there'll be like divergent opinions so it just looks like we're just the the, the twitter account of just an absolute madman because it's like that match ruled that match sucked <laughs> like i hate this guy it's like, like what the hell it's like does this person on? have schizophrenia or what's going exactly on here right. yeah. like you you don't know and it's like just a few minutes apart between these like divergent opinions are like, I don't know, maybe he did change his mind like very quickly that like he didn't like that. But uh, no, really glad to be on here. Uh, I love I love talking video games and I, I like wrestling and, and I love wrestling video games. So this will be a nice, uh, nice combination here. Yeah, because over the years, like I've heard kind of brief snippets of you talking about um, video games and wrestling video games uh, in particular. Uh, and I've always wanted to have you on just to kind of just really dive into your uh, history with, with wrestling video games, your, your knowledge of wrestling video games, um, and just, yeah, they're, they're just I'm very happy that you're here to do that. So um, I'm going to start with Solf, and not just wrestling video games in particular, but you're a very, very busy man, Rich, and I've always wondered how in the hell do you actually find the time, because um, even me, with only just the full-time job and just this one thing on the side, like I can find it difficult to find time to put time aside for, for games. So like, how do you find time at the moment to, to play wrestling game, uh, to play video games in general? 
Yeah, it, it's become tough. I mean, it really, really has. I mean, I used to, I used to use you know weekends pretty well, and 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 you know th- there used to be a time because because my wife's a nurse and she would work overnights a lot, so there'd be times where you know if if I didn't have anything going on that night or I would actively try to not have anything going, like my friends would want to hang out. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm busy or whatever, just so that I could kind of play games at night, and and I would really do it like on weekends when she would work because she'd be gone the entire weekend, and I would like get off of work on Friday and be like, all right, here we go, like this weekend I'm doing nothing but playing games. So I used to have to like plan out my video game playing as of lately and then like obviously growing up you don't realize how much time you have but like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you know in, in when I was growing up in you know elementary school and high school and even college like I didn't even realize how much in college I just was able to do it and then obviously before um before I met my wife and before I was kind of dating and just kind of hanging around or whatever also being single and, and having like because I, w- I would work you know I was I was working but you know obviously didn't have any relationships or anything like that and that is actually the time to make, play, play the most video games because like you have money to buy all these games but then you also have plenty of free time as well so uh that's pretty good not that I would change you know what I have going on right now with the wife and, and I, I didn't hear any signs of resentment there uh, you know no you, no I mean there's... I enjoy that part but no there are times where I'm like god damn like there'll, there'll be there'll be times where I get frustrated that I cannot play games like I I still I still follow game media almost as much as I always have. Like I listen to a lot of game podcasts. I I read all these reviews. I read magazines or whatnot. But I play like an eighth of the games that I used to play. So I live like vicariously through a lot of other people playing games. But uh, what I found recently, um, Nintendo Switch I got uh, for Christmas uh, the prior year, and that's actually been pretty cool because I can still I can still watch TV. I can still do other stuff while playing it, and and I think that has helped a little bit. Not that it's like my first handheld. I had 3ds's and all that, but with Switch you feel like you're really. I don't know. Some of those handhelds, you felt like you were playing a handheld system. You were playing a handheld game, even though there were some great games on on all the systems. Whereas a Switch, I feel very fulfilled. I feel like I'm playing the latest and the greatest while I'm still sitting on my couch watching stuff. So that that's actually kind of changed the game uh, for me a lot. Like I have a PS4 and I still play, you know, a, a fair amount of games on there. But I would say that most of my game playing now is almost switched to the to, to the Switch because it's just so much easier. Uh, to, and, and I feel like I'm able to kind of multitask, you know, watch TV, hang out with the wife, you know, watch wrestling, do all that sort of stuff while also still playing the Switch. So that, that that's actually how I've evolved my game playing over the years. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I've described it as the, the next step from mobile gaming in that, um, you know, you, you can load up a game on your phone, play for five, ten minutes at a time if you need to be. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with Switch, but except like instead of playing uh, any kind of one of those kind of free to play running games now you're playing mario for 10 minutes of time pick up a moonshine here and there and then you know go on to whatever else you have to do of your day and like we um we do an end of the year show where we you know we'll kind of just make categories and say right this is the best looking game of the year this is the best soundtrack of the year whatever and i get to about november and i start having panic attacks and like jesus christ there's about 10 games i've not yet played this year and like Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in November and I was like, there is no fucking way I can sink right. in about 120 hours into this before we have to do this uh, show. So there was four of us and it came up that like the three of them had had time to play it and I was just like, I, I have no opinion. And I still haven't had a chance to play it yet because I'm still catching up with like fucking Tetris Effect and things like that just because they're more manageable. <laughs> just because they're Tetris more... Rules. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that's, it's really that's the thing I've noticed a little bit too. Sorry not to cut you off, but no, I, no, like, right. Red, Dead, Red Dead is very similar too because I have Red Dead and I probably put... 20 hours into that but i feel like i barely scratched the surface of that game and that's like when it's such a daunting task now is like kind of like you know doing full-time jobs doing the voices of wrestling doing anything else like sometimes i'm like oh man like and that's why you said yeah that evolution there i'd much rather just pick up my switch and for a half an hour play play galaxy or right now i'm kind of going through undertale um you know <sighs> I, I played a bunch of other games here and there and like that i like a lot more of just like hey i have 30 minutes that's cool like 30 minutes in red dead you're doing nothing no like, yeah 
Yeah. You do absolutely nothing in 30 minutes of Red Dead. Like, you need four hours at a time in every single play of Red Dead. Because, like, sometimes I will fire up Red Dead at, like, 9 p.m. on, on you know, a, a Thursday night or whatever. When my wife's, like, went to sleep or whatever. And, like, yeah, it's, like, 11. And I'm like, oh, man, I've done, like, one thing. And I've just, like, ridden a horse for two hours. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Like, and I feel unfulfilled in that way. So, yeah, I, I, I like that some of the games have sort of – they've seen that divergent. And I like that. Like, I like good, expansive single-player games. Like, I think we do need that. And I, I, I do love that. But, you know – if I was a little bit younger, I'd, I'd, I'd just eat up Red Dead, you know, <laughs> I'd, oh, yeah. I'd love it. But but nowadays I find myself going more towards games that I can kind of pick up and play for, for, for 30, 40 minutes or whatever. And a lot of that I'm finding on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, if I was 18, I, we, I'd have played Red Dead twice over by now. And, you know, I'd probably platinum the damn thing. But, I, I, you know, there are some open world games. Like Spider-Man was really good at, it was, it was an open world game, but you could start it up and you could, just go and kind of pick off a few side missions or a couple of optional quests here and there, and you could in, even in half an hour you could get a quite a, a fair amount done. Um, and I think that's the thing that still has not yet. I've not yet decided right now is the time to kind of sink some time into Red Dead because I just feel that, as you mentioned, I, I I can't put four hours aside at a time to to play it, and it's just it's just going to sit there for a year. So I don't know. I feel like I might just. Unless I might just have to book a week off during the summer, which is the really most tragic thing you can do, uh, past, past <laughs> kind of thirty years old, is to start booking yeah. time off to play games. But I hear it, man. There's there's been times where like uh, I did, I, I I've done it, I've, I've done it for sure. But uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, you do feel kind of bad about yourself, and then you end up kind of like cleaning the house or doing some other stuff while you're playing. <laughs> because I feel somewhat productive, but no, I've been there. So, so moving on to to resting games, and um, the first thing. Uh, I tend to do uh, when I have a guest on uh, is ask them what their, their earliest kind of memory of video games are. But as this is a more specific thing we're doing, uh, your earliest memory of playing wrestling games. Yeah, so my earliest memory of playing wrestling games, I think it, it actually almost predated watching wrestling for me because I watched a little bit of wrestling in like 94, 95, like very, very brief. And I've mentioned this uh, on other shows as well. But like, I don't know. Did, did you guys get Pacific Blue, the, the like the bike cop show with Mario Lopez? Uh, I know Mario Lopez. I don't know the show, though. Okay. Well, it was a terrible show. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't even look it up. Don't watch it. Like, But for some reason, like, five, six, seven-year-old me really liked that show. I have no earthly idea look, why. When you're a kid, and, like, if just everything is weird and appealing. <laughs> like, and, I'm just an idiot. It's a terrible know? show. It's like very – yeah, it's it's a very strange show, and it's not good at like, all. I, I love martial I law. I loved martial law when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't hold up now, so <laughs> – like I loved Walker Texas Ranger too. Oh, that, show. Yeah, I, that, that show rocked. That show rocked. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna apologize okay. for that. But right. uh, you have it on Blu-ray, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Pacific Blue was not good. But like the thing on Saturday mornings, I think it would come on at like ten or whatever, and like nine o'clock would be WF Superstars or, or or you know Live Wire or whatever the hell the show. I forget at the time. I think it became Live Wire, but at that time, I think it was still Superstars or whatever it was uh, on Saturday or Sunday mornings. So I'd watch like the tail end of that show a little bit. But I would be like, oh, okay, that's fine or whatever. But I had real no desire to to watch wrestling all that much. And I remember one time, uh, my buddy and I we rented uh, the WF Raw game for uh, Sega Genesis, and we played it for an, almost an entire weekend back in the good old days when like you know you rent a game on a friday or whatever and that was your entire weekend was that game or whatever and we rented that game just kind of on a lark or whatever and like at that time i knew really not that much about wrestling i knew some of the characters i, I recognized like a doink and a yokozuna or whatnot but we really we played the hell out of that game and i think from that point on i was like you know what this wrestling stuff is pretty damn cool and like that was a game that we really i mean we went out and we bought it like a few weeks later and we played the hell out of that game for like two years or whatever i kind of fell out of favor in wrestling in about nine late 95 96 picked it back up about 97 but but I, I always remember that 
that WWF Raw was like that first real big entry point into wrestling. And I think that's when I realized that, you know, once I eventually decided I was going to get hooked on this stuff, like I was going to get hooked full, full hook, line and sinker. Cause like I playing that game, I remember just being like, well, this is awesome. This is incredible. The larger than life characters, the, the ways they look, the music, all that sort of stuff. I was like, this is awesome. And like, yeah, obviously it took a little while for me to become a full fledged, like super fan. And that probably came about like, you know, mid 1997 or whatnot. But uh, no, at that time I was, yeah, I was, I was real into it. Uh, with that raw game and that raw game really uh you know nowadays i played it you know pretty recently and and, and i forgot to mention this as well i do uh, a a serious uh, occasionally uh, on the Voices of Wrestling Patreon, which is at voicesofwrestling.com slash Patreon, uh, called Squashing Buttons, where I like stream old wrestling games. Uh, and and this game, and and we'll talk about it, it'll kind of be a theme <laughs> amongst the show. Uh, it doesn't hold up all that well. I, but... That was going to be one of my questions, because uh, yeah. I have had this as well with a, a lot of games that I played as, as a child. Uh, and it's not even just wrestling games. There's, there's a ton of games that I played on the, the Mega Drive, Genesis, or Super Nintendo. And you go back to them years later, and you've got those real kind of rose-tinted glasses on, and you're like, right... Yeah, I'm gonna go back and play on, you know, roll it to the rescue. This is gonna be awesome. And then you're like, actually, <laughs> right. no, this is no, no. <laughs> what what, yeah, what was Ross. I thinking as a kid? Yeah, Ra's definitely that. Like, as I'm, I, you know, I streamed it. I think a few weeks, or about a, a few months ago at this point, and and yeah, I'm like playing it. I'm like, this game is not good. Like, how do we play this for like? And we play that game like hours at a time, like so full settings. And I'm like, man, the whole game, like you could finish in an hour. And it's just like punching and kicking, and like you know, you can do moves, but the moves aren't even that cool. And like everyone's got kind of similar moves. And I guess that one's a little bit better. I mean, there, there was obviously like I, I would go back and play like Royal Rumble and and, and Super WrestleMania and a few of the games before uh, Raw that was the same engine. And the, and the raw game is obviously like the the good refinement of that entire engine, but yeah, it's really not that great of a game. I guess it is the best of that era, but uh, yeah, in 2018, 2019, it doesn't uh, it doesn't quite hold up. Well, speaking of games that uh, are not so great uh, currently these days, uh, the WWE 2K series, uh, I guess it's kind of a good place to, to start off looking um, because it's, you know, at this point, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's the longest running because obviously Fire Pro has been going on since 89, but um, it definitely feels like it's the most kind of consistent uh, this turn of the, the millennium, starting back with uh, WWF Smackdown way back when on the PlayStation uh, in the year 2000. And it's it's mutated into um, this this common uh, theme among the bigger publishers, uh, certainly like um, EA with their sports titles, where just every year you have your annual iteration of uh, an NBA or a, a, a NFL or a FIFA, etc., etc. And, and WWE 2K at this point is that, and um, the game, and obviously you know we're with three generations further down the line from the, the first SmackDown game, but um, anything, any kind of appeal that I had towards those first couple of SmackDown games has, has long since uh, gone through the barbershop window, and uh, I don't know, how do you feel, like, at this point, like, what was the, the, the last 2K game you played, and did you go back, was you playing the, the kind of original SmackDown games, and, like, what's your thoughts and feelings through the years as, as that series has just mutated into to the point now where kind of following all the standard tropes, the, all the awful tropes that I see with, hey, here are 35 different editions of this game. And with this one, you can get CM Punk and Coco Beware. And with this one, you can get <laughs> uh, Blacktop Bully and whatever else. And it, it feels very much at this point, it's just put as many, many, as many wrestlers as you can put in and we'll just not worry about all the bugs and glitches and the fact that the uh, actual game engine is you know, at this point, like a 10 year old busted thing. Yeah. So I, I, my original background with, with the SmackDown games, I, I didn't, 
I played the original SmackDown at my. I remember one of my buddies had a PlayStation. Like the rest of us all had like N64s or whatnot. And he was like the one guy that had PlayStation or whatever. And and I remember going over there and playing those original games. And and I was I, I wasn't really that into them initially because I thought they were a little herky jerky looking. Like I was used to the THQ Aki games, which we'll get to uh, here in a bit. And, and those are obviously like they have a look and they have an appeal and they have like kind of a style. And the SmackDown games, I, I don't know, they always kind of felt weird to me. I was never too into them. And and I remember having some pretty fun times playing them. And 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 obviously you know when I got a PS2 and and obviously when the hockey games went by the wayside and you kind of had to adopt to the Smackdown series here comes the pain is the one that always gets brought up and I forget when that one came out I think 2003 or 2004 is when here comes the here comes the pain comes yeah, out yeah right about that time yeah yeah, I forget the exact year, and that was the one that I think everybody can kind of agree on. That like, well, they they nailed it. Like they they refined the engine. Uh, it felt less herky jerky. The graphics looked good. The roster was stacked. The gameplay modes were awesome. And that was like, okay, I finally have like a, a, a wrestling video game on this system and with this engine that that I love. And and like, I, and nothing will replace, you know. And we'll we'll get to them in a bit. The Aki games, but I was like, this this is it. This is pretty good. And and I became a pretty. I'm a pretty big fan of the series through the next few years there, where obviously you had uh, Here Comes the Pain, then you had SmackDown versus Raw, uh, and then it, I think it, I think it was exactly like SmackDown versus Raw 2007, if I remember correctly, and that was on the Xbox 360. And, and I remember playing it and playing it and playing it and just being like, this feels a lot similar to the last three games or whatnot. Like, hmm, I, they're not really doing a whole lot to like really move this game forward in any way, shape, or form. I mean, they're a little bit more fancy graphics, a little bit better, you know pyro and a little bit better and the creator wrestler but like not much really is getting better and then like you know i remember playing last year the the, the next year 2008 and i was just like okay they're not doing anything like i'm kind of done with the series for a while and it really kind of from that point on i don't think i've ever really fully embraced the series i think i played every single i, I did not play 2k19 or whatever but i think i played like an hour or so of every single year since then and I, i'm always coming away with the exact same thing like they're they, they haven't done a thing with this game in 10 years like it's it, it's got a shiny new coat of paint every so often it's got new wrestlers it's it looks great like the game looks phenomenal like if you just put that game on and let like the demo mode roll it, it's incredible like the entrances look good some of the wrestlers some of the wrestlers i want to say, <laughs> I like, gonna say not so, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they used to look really good now they're kind of getting lazy like now the creator but like the creator wrestler like going in there and just like seeing what people can do with stuff like seeing you know and, and it's awesome like i remember every time i get him i i download pentagon jr i download phoenix i download all these guys and i get this i'm like oh here we go and then the bell rings and then you play the game and you're like this game fucking sucks like it's just not good like the gameplay i i just the engine is so broken beyond belief and i think one of the big issues and and we'll talk about it throughout the t- uh, throughout the rest of the show is you know i think people we've gotten to a point now where, where smackdown tries to be as realistic as possible it tries to mimic like the re- a realistic fight between p and it's like no it's a wrestling game like make it fun it's meant to be fun it's meant to be a little bit over the top like the best wrestling games have that little tinge of 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 over the top net, like Dota Raw has like those super moves or whatever, and that's great. Like, who cares? It does not matter that Diesel can throw me 50 feet in the air and then power bomb me down. Like, that's fine. That's okay because you get a game where it's all about like reversals and like you know this sort of stuff. And that's what the the SmackDown games are. And they they kind of you know like Fire Pro I think does realism well with having you know a little bit of fun realism whereas smackdowns and, and w2ks or whatever just they have just they're, they're just like boring as hell to play because it's just like it feels like you're not doing anything it feels like there's just nothing going on in the gameplay and then just knowing that i played the same game for 15 years now and they have done really nothing to update it or nothing to change it and then now with like now it's such a cash grab too with the dlcs and all this sort of stuff of oh hey you know like there was the one year i forget what it was maybe last year where champa wasn't even in the game and you knew that he was just a dlc kid and then the first dlc oh it's the nxt pack and it's got champa and it's 
took. He's you know he's the NXT champion. Like you have you have seventy people in this game and you couldn't fit Champa in there or whatnot. And you know people going through the game code and knowing that these guys are in the game and you just have to get DLC to unlock them and stuff. It's just like yeah, I've just kind of soured on the entire series. But I think ultimately like they just haven't done anything. It it, it, it nothing has been updated and it feels like a broken game that just gets like a slightly new coat of paint every single year. So I'm I'm looking forward to the year when they have uh, Saxon Huxley in the DLC pack and <laughs> muscle care. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it'll just be like a, uh, just a clone of Elias or Seth Rollins' character model, and just slightly inferior. Yeah, it's I, one of the, the key things, uh, and I've heard this mentioned on uh, other podcasts as, as well before, is about you know wh- how what is what is the right way to make a wrestling game because um, you know wrestling is, is a fake sport, but you know when you have it as when you're playing a wrestling game, do you treat it as the fake sport? Or do you treat it like a fight, fighting game, like a Street Fighter or something? And where's the where's the right level of of trying to have this to be um, uh, an engaging, competitive uh, game uh, between two players or the player and and the AI? And where do you just go for trying to have kind of the grand spectacle, trying to kind of put the best matches on that you possibly can? And um, the thing that appealed to me about SmackDown when it first came out is I had come off the back of playing... Um, I'd only at that point played... Um, I think it was WCW NWO Revenge and WWF WrestleMania for 2000, I think it was, yeah. Because uh, No Mercy hadn't come out yet. And then also the um, Warzone and Attitude games. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about those. Now, so. again, talking about games that you love as a child and you come back to, I fucking, I loved WWF Attitude. Um, and I think it was more just because the kind of Mortal Kombat style kind of personality of it. And, um, and it had, like, the real voices and that kind of stuff and the chairs and whatever else. But, yeah. <laughs> the it, voices. Yeah, going back and listening to the voice, like, oh, I just swallowed my tongue ring. Oh, I just swallowed my tongue ring. Oh, I just swallowed, like, mosh or whatever. Every time you'd hit mosh, you would say, oh, I just swallowed my tongue ring. And, and you like, know, it took me two years later, and I was like, why the fuck is Shane McMahon a commentator in this? Because I never realized that oh, right, he did right. yeah, shotgun he was doing that one time. Eat at that time or, or whatever, whatever, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but, so those, but those games were um, a lot slower. Um, for better and for worse and so Smackdown comes along and it's kind of more of a you know an arcade style type game it's very fast it's very quick it's very um, the the strategy kind of goes out the window um, and it feels more like a more like a, a kind of 2D beat em up in a way uh, it's just you know very quick and dynamic now it doesn't have the fluidity of a uh, Capcom versus Marvel or Street Fighter or whatever but it's within that same vein of, of style mm-hmm. of the gameplay uh, and that's what kind of gravitated me towards that um, as, as a, an idiot 11 year old or so um, and then they'd expand on that as well with you know now you can go backstage now you can run around the world and around like fucking uh, New York and whatever uh, as you kind of expanded through the years and like I I enjoyed that I you know just it was adding it, to, to a degree it was adding bells and whistles but it was fine at that point but then um, and then I, I think that they actually did a really good uh, job over the years with the the story mode I think that they um, really put in some great efforts to take kind of elements of, of stuff that we'd seen before uh, in real life but then kind of create kind of new stories as well 
Uh, and I think that for for a fair while, that was that was kind of the selling point for me because I'd kind of like I'd come into these games as like I'm, I'm I know what I'm kind of expecting they may tweak one or two mm-hmm. things with the mechanics, but you know if they have a compelling story mode, then sure I'm on board. And it's kind of like me now with with a fighting game, whether it's a Tekken or a Mortal Kombat. It's like I know what I'm getting from the fighting. So what's kind of the single player camp- campaign going to be like? And I think they did a, a good job for a number of years. But then yeah, as you're saying, just you get to a point where it's just it is now the same game every year, but something is slightly tweaked or has made inferior or just it, it really feels at this point they just need to take the engine take it out the back and either uh, 2k needs to bring in a, a new developer or they just i mean it's still making money and as, as long as it's making money then this conversation is, is not even worth having because it's not going to change as as the same with with any other kind of annual iteration type game so um yeah i I think some of the early SmackDown games, and as you mentioned, Here Comes the Pain is kind of... I, I think most people see it as the pinnacle because uh, they removed Fred Durst from last year's one, which was the key. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Fred Durst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. But yeah, it, it felt like... It's they, a dark time. Dark yeah, time. We don't have to bring that up. I know. Jesus. It's, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. trigger moment for you. I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they've taken... Like, Here Comes the Pain seems the, the kind of the merge between the arcadey style gameplay of the first couple of games and then the what they would do afterwards and it kind of comes together and i yeah it just it feels everything kind of feels good everything feels weighty when you hit someone it feels satisfying when you hit the f5 it feels good and yeah i I think that a lot of people uh that i've spoken to over the years that's the one game in the series that uh, you can kind of go back to and uh with fond memories absolutely yeah and, and and you know on your discussion a little bit about um you know, the blend of like arcade and, and and which way do you go and all that sort of stuff. Did you ever play the uh, WWE All-Stars game? Uh, I didn't know. For... I've, I've only ever watched gameplay footage of it, but I, I know the one. Yeah, that one's actually like, I, I remember that being the one that I was like, you know what, this is what I want. Like everyone's like roided out of their mind. Like they got this giant muscles or whatever. But like, it's a pretty good game. Like I, I really, and that's like when I played that finally, and I think that came out, uh, if I remember correctly, somewhere around like 2011 or 2010, somewhere, somewhere in that range. I could be off by the year uh, by a little bit, but you know, having lived through the SmackDown versus Ross for that many years and eventually what would become, you know, the WWE 12 or the WWE 2Ks or whatnot, you know, playing that game, I was like, yeah, this is kind of what I want. And, like, I, I knew then that they could kind of tapped into that formula and that they could do that formula where, where that game is very over the top. It's very, you know, big. It's very animated or whatnot. But but it feels so much more different. It felt so much more fun. I mean, I'm not saying it worked for everybody. And, obviously, d- d- whatever, because we haven't seen any other ones since then, it obviously probably didn't sell as well as the SmackDown versus Ross or the, two, you know, 2Ks or whatnot. But, but that was a game where I was like okay here we go this is kind of what i want what i want out of wrestling video games right now and that doesn't mean that everyone kind of agrees with me but but i'm of that style of like give me just the beefed up the the give me the 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 larger than life give me that sort of stuff i love that that style much more than the very hyper realistic like slow moving plotting like it feels like when you play the 2k games like you're just always doing randy orton matches (laughs) it's just like you know what i mean like (laughs) it's just slow methodical like or you could just like hit your finisher in like two minutes too like there's always that style too but uh yeah i just I, i just never never feel fulfilled when i play the 2k games these days so it kind of stinks like i want i want to really like them because there's so much into them there's so much awesome with the creator wrestler the stories as you said the story modes are always pretty solid as well but like it ultimately the bell rings and i'm just like nope i'm kind of bored <laughs> i play an hour and then i i never play it again or you know i'm at a buddy's house and i'm like now nah, it stinks let's play something else so. I, I remember about a year ago i went back and i was playing some of uh, the first smackdown and it is that thing where you can spam the finishes and you hit like five tombstones in your row in a row and <laughs> the AI gets straight back up and you're like what the fuck are we doing here 
this is just this is ridiculous. Um, but so if if the 2K series is is very much your kind of mainstream WWE style wrestling, uh, I think it'd be fair to say that the the Fire Pro Wrestling series is your 2005 Ring of Honor fanboy type game. It's very much the you know if you're if you're a real wrestling fan and if you enjoy real wrestling video games, I think it's fair to say that the Fire Pro Wrestling series over the years has uh, is the the go to in, in the the wrestling genre. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and and I'm I admit, unfortunately, that I'm kind of late to the game on Fire Pro. You know what? I'm exactly the same. I okay, yeah, fair to say as well. Yeah, I I hate to say it, but yeah, the first one I played was the PS2 one. (laughs) I've gone back now and played them a lot, but like, you know, I always heard of people playing them, and I I looked at the I was because at the time, like, I would see the graphics or whatnot, or people would say, hey, you know, this Fire Pro game, and I'm like, that game looks like crap. Like, that looks like an SNES game. Like, I'm not gonna play that. You know, as I've gotten older, like almost now, all I play is like retro games or whatnot, or I play games looking at that. So once you kind of get past that, the graphics look like Super NES graphics. Still to this day, even you know, on the newest one that just came out for PS4, if you can kind of get over that, that they're they're just kind of polished sprites uh the game really is awesome because there's so much in there and 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 we talk about the different styles and and you know this is very much fire pro is very much a realistic you know wrestling game but it's done well like you have to you know where smackdown it feels like you're just kind of like you know reversing stuff and hitting finishers and that sort of thing in fire pro like and, and for people that don't know you have to like build up to you know uh, your finisher like if you start the match and you go with strong attacks right away like the guy reverses it right away like the, the the opponent will just reverse it you have to go with short attacks then you have to go with with the medium attacks and then you can go with the big attacks or whatnot and you have to build it up and you have like stamina so you can't just hit a bunch of moves all at once or else your guy's gonna kind of like you know his energy's gonna get weird out or whatever so like the actual gameplay itself is awesome but the thing with fire pros is they don't always have the best stories uh so that's always where you kind of the, the given the take is like yeah you can you can you know the gameplay i think is a little bit more fulfilling and, and there's a lot of real cool characters because it's obviously based in Japan and, and and the custom customization is pretty awesome too and the amount of moves you can do and like the the the, the characteristics of every wrestler is really awesome which you can kind of dig into but like ultimately the stories are kind of leave a little bit desired so you're kind of in this weird uh, in between period where you really have to I think like wrestling like I don't think anybody can just like like I couldn't have one of my buddies come over and just say hey you want to play fire pro wrestling if he didn't know anything about wrestling because I think he'd get bored in like 10 seconds and be like what the hell is this like why do I care that I'm being Kenta Kobashi I'm like no it's awesome like you can build up to the you know you know all these moves or whatnot like you can build up to the burning hammer it'll be great and he's like i don't you know who are you what do you what's, shut up what are you talking about whereas like uh, you know i feel like you could bring a buddy over and play like one of the old thq games or you know all stars or even even this you know 2k games i think you'd have a little bit more fun with because there's a lot of bells and whistles to it but like for the real hardcore fans like fire pro is awesome and there's a lot you can dig into but it it, it does have its its limitations in terms of kind of the, the bells and whistles to it yeah, and I mean, I think one of the things that um, people champion uh, the Fire Pro series on is is certainly with its level of creativity when it comes to creating wrestlers. And I remember when um, the the uh, early access for uh, Pro Wrestling World came out uh, last year or the year before, I think it was the year before last, and within three days on the Steam store, uh, I was seeing just every kind of wrestler available like being created i was seeing fucking sonic the hedgehog i was seeing games (laughs) journalists anything you could think of was being made and they you know some of them were better looking than others um and it's you know it's i mean my dream when i was uh like i remember again going back to like the first couple of smackdown games and you only had say 16 slots available to create characters and i i spent 
more time than I care to admit in creating wrestlers. And it's actually one of the things I, I really enjoyed about WWF Attitude as well, is the, the create a wrestler mode, and that was actually quite robust and had quite a bit of flexibility to it. And I'm like, I just, I wish I could just, ha you know, be able to create as many wrestlers as I want and create my own league. And, um, you know, I can put all these storylines together and all this kind of nonsense that when you're 12 are the kind of things you think about. And um, certainly with, with uh, Fire Pro World, like that's pretty much what you can do. And um, I haven't gone back to it um, in a while, but I can only imagine that the flexibility of that has become even more so. And, you know, just seeing what people come up with and the time and the investment into not only the character models, but um, their AI and the way they, the uh, you know, the, the kind of psychology of that wrestler that they have created is, you know, as... Uh, on par with the real life counterparts you can get, and it's it's mad the the, the talent that's there that people have to create that kind of stuff. Because I kind of think to myself, oh yeah, okay, maybe I'll you know even if I try try to create a fucking Stone Cold model, I probably oh my god, have you ever tried to create a wrestler? In that I, game? I, 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 I'm terrible. I can't do it. I'm I'm rubbish. And like, then you look at what the people make, and it's like, yeah, well, it's like 175 layers of colors on their tights. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, like my, my No Mercy character models, because I still have my original No Mercy copy, and I'll go back and I'll see that I have my NWO stable made up of, like, the Dudley Boys and Kevin Nash and my own character model and Samoa Joe. Why the oh, fuck? Of course, yeah. Why <laughs> are they saying that? I don't know. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah but, but my Samoa Joe character model and No Mercy was fucking incredible. I was like, all right, 14-year-old me knew what he was doing. But if I try to do something like that now on, on Pro World, just, nah, it's... I can't do it at all. Terrible. I'm not an artist. Yeah, and, and uh, the, the new one that came off PS4, the, the the world or whatnot, and it's also on like Steam or whatnot for people that want to, uh, you know, have good computer builds and whatnot and want to play it there. Even though it is like a sprite based, you know, it, it's good to have, you know, a, a somewhat pretty decent computer. And I, I recently just upgraded my computer, so I'm, I'm planning on uh, hopefully um, starting to play it here a little bit on on, on this computer because like it's fine on the PS4, but I think because the customization is so much better on uh, on the PC version, I kind of want to dig more into that one. But uh, no, I mean, like they have a game mode that time, you know, they have where you can go through like, uh, you know, New Japan's training dojo and whatnot. But it's like, I mean, it's it, it when I say it's like the like you got to be a wrestling fan. Like I, I, I maybe two or three hours into it and I streamed, you know, a few hours of it uh, not that long ago on Squashing Buttons. And like you're in the dojo and you have to like fight Yuji Nagata but like you can't you have to let him like get enough moves like you can't you can't just go in like be, you know we talked about like with the original Smackdown where you just hit like 15 tombstones and then pin the guy or whatever and you're like yeah I did it like on Fire Pro like the game mode wants you to have a give and a take it wants you to be a wrestling match like Yuji Nagata gets in there and goes like hey you didn't like let me do any moves to you and I'm like what like what are we doing like it's so bizarre but I like that though it's like you really have to dig your you know sink your teeth into it or like you know they're, they're in, in one of the game modes he's like hey I want you to you know do 15 moves on me or whatever and you're like, oh my god, and then you have to like count it out in your head and whatnot. And I've heard that, like, you know, I'm only through the dojo after like three or four years, you know, hours or whatever. And then I heard you go through like an entire G1 climax, you go through an entire like, you know, yearly tournament. Like, there, you could probably pour like 80 hours in that game mode. So I've only scratched the surface of what that game mode can offer. Uh, so I'm excited to kind of get a little bit more into that and, and, and dig a little bit more in. But yeah, it's definitely a game. And I, and I think the learning curve with Fire Pro is so tough. And I think that's a big reason why I never quite got into it nearly as much as I should have. Like, I remember downloading Fire Pro D. Um, oh, sorry. I, purchasing it very legally for the Dreamcast. <laughs> Why did I say download? I meant, uh, sorry, you know, of course. Tr tr very... Trust me, the the, the piracy uh, combative <laughs> measures of the Dreamcast are first I mean, they're and... basically asking you to do it. Like, I didn't. I used to buy all my Dreamcast games, and then someone's like, you know, they just, like, play ISO files. And I'm yeah, like, oh, and, really? Yeah. Like, oh, God. Like, you idiots. Like, why did you not put any sort of restriction on there? Like, it's like, the, the, there, are, there are a number <laughs> of reasons why that console failed, and that's <laughs> right. kind of high on the list. Like, literally playing ISO 
profiles. You don't have to do anything. Like even the biggest idiot. Like you know, because and then we're gonna talk about some games that I unfortunately I didn't get to play you know, in real time because I didn't mod my N64. I didn't mod my PlayStation. Then like the Dreamcast, you just burn an ISO disc and throw it in there. And it plays perfect. You're like you idiots. Like, God damn it. But uh, yes. So after I legally, very very legally purchased Fire Pro D. Um, I, I I I I mean like I just lost all the time like I would be you know Kenta Kobashi versus D'Lo Brown I get my ass kicked like you know it would just like just get destroyed and I was like man this game like and, and once you finally get it and I think that's the thing with Fire Pro is once you finally get it you're kind of in and, and that's a game that totally like if I had the chance or if I was like you, we mentioned before like 18 I'd really dig into a little bit more but I still enjoy picking up and playing it every so often but uh, yeah it, it fulfills me so much more than any of the modern SmackDown games or any of the modern. Um, you know, ones that have all the bells and whistles and the great graphics and all that sort of stuff. Give me like the sprites that that acts like their real counterparts. With, you know, any day over that. Uh, you know, over a bunch of pyro and a bunch of DLC and a bunch of all that crap. So yeah, my my big thing that I wish is that I had gotten into wrestling earlier because I only got into wrestling at the turn of the century and uh, and so like I didn't start watching Japanese wrestling until we had uh, the wrestling channel over here. So it was about two thousand and five, and I think the first thing I saw was. Um, uh, I want to say I think it was Kobashi and Akiyama or it was one of the big Tokyo Dome matches from like 04, 05 and, uh, and then from there it goes into Ring of Honor and everything else And but then I didn't even really still proper proper get into uh, Japanese wrestling until you know pretty much the uh, New Japan as we know it now so like what, 2010, 2011 with the big Tanahashi reign um, so I wasn't kind of looking actively for those types of video games because I just I had my little bubble of of North American WWE video games um, and I, I know that me if I had had uh, you know the Fire, Fire Pro games when I was younger if I had had returns around 2005-2006 uh, with its release um, the, I would have spent hundreds of hours in, in creating and playing and because um, even I now when I go and play uh, Pro Wrestling World it does take me a while to kind of get back into the rhythm of playing those games. Um, right. There is a particular rhythm and style and method to playing them, and I will spend about the first hour just having to go through and, and looking. It's like, okay, how the fuck do I do this? And what the f how does this work exactly? And it is it's not something that you just jump immediately into. It's 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 like a Radiohead album. You don't just kind of put it on straight away and be like, yeah, I got this. You have to kind of work with it. You have to give it a bit right, of time. Right. Yeah. After after like ten hours or ten listens or whatever, and then you kind of get it and they're like okay I, I see what they're doing here yeah and that's that's what i mentioned like it's hard to like i'd love to have buddies come over and play that game but like there's a, it's impossible it, like there's no way that like, my friend who's never played that game before can play me in it because he just he would get destroyed and like even if you're not if you're not aware of the game style it, it, it's so hard to kind of pick up and play and yeah i run into that same thing too I'll, i you know i'm planning on maybe hopefully playing it a little bit today but like even then the first hour is me just getting my ass kicked until i kind of get back into the flow of it so so it's tricky in that sense yeah, and so from uh, one of the, the offshoots of, of this uh, was the King of Colosseum games. Uh, and um, I think we both mentioned that we're not the the most well-informed on the King of Colosseum games, but they are very, very notable, and, and it, it would be rude of us to, to not at least uh, kind of mention them or bring them up. And, like, what what knowledge do you have? What Anything at all do you know about the King of Colosseum games? Yeah, unfortunately, it's pretty limited. Like, I, I I have a copy, but I have not played it a whole lot. Like, I just recently got the copy, but I don't have, like, a modded PS4. And I, I think, I, or a PS2, I should say. And I don't know that I can even play. I got to look into how to, you know, because I was able to, one of my buddies was... Uh, just put it on the Dreamcast. It'll probably fucking play on there. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, is there? They have a version for the Dreamcast, right? Uh, no, just just play your PS2 version. I'll oh, just play on that. I probably will. You're right. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I had a buddy who was at a a, a retro uh, game store in I think it was Fort Myers, Florida, and he sent me a bunch of pictures that they had a ton of like Japanese games or whatever. So I had him pick up uh, uh, Giant Graham 2000 for me. I was on the Dreamcast and we'll play easily, of course. And the King Coliseum too. I had him pick up for me, and I had him pick up a few other ones as well. So I'm hoping to kind of be able to dive into those a little bit. And I have like a, a PS2 that you know I use like once a year at this point, so I can probably just figure out how to kind of fuck around with it to try to get it to play uh, this game but unfortunately because of that I have not played a whole lot like I have some emulators uh, you know uh, very legally purchased emulators uh, I think uh, yada yada okay whatever uh, <laughs> that, that have it but like I don't know like now that I have this new computer I think maybe now I can finally have an emulator that can play it well but as you know I don't know if you have, you're familiar with you know or you guys have del- delved into like the world of emulators all that much but uh, oh yeah like the PS2, I mean, it, it, it's tough. Like, yeah. you know, anything before that, anything before, like, the real 3D revolution plays perfect. Like, NES, NES game plays, you know, Mega Drive Genesis plays perfect, NES plays perfect. But the second you get into PlayStation and the second you get into PlayStation 2 and anything beyond that. It's a crap they just, like, some, Yeah, it's some, just, some like, sometimes you get them and they just, they, they're shit. Yeah, they just don't play it well at all. I, I, this is a very tragic personal story, but I had one year where I literally spent a Christmas day getting a PlayStation emulator to work on my laptop because my uh, my grandparents we lived with had gone away on a fucking cruise for Christmas or whatever and I was by myself and I was like, I have nothing to do. I'm going to get a PlayStation <laughs> emulator working. And I got it working and I think the first thing I put on it, put on it was Tomb Raider and it was the most busted, broken fucking thing. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't, and I played the game as a kid and I was like, Okay, this can't. This no, this can't be the game that I played as a child. This has to be. This is either just a broken version, or no, it was just that the emulator was fucked, and you just run into that where some games run fine and some games are you just. It has its own level and value of entertainment, but just for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, so that's unfortunate that that I haven't really had a chance to kind of delve into it a little bit. So I've seen like gameplay videos and stuff, and it looks like a pretty fun game. Like you know the game, the style. I don't know that I love it all the way because it's kind of got some a little a little bit of the herky jerky style that I, I I don't you know really love. But you know it looks like a game that I that I definitely want to dive into, and and hopefully pretty soon I will. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's you know across the board people give it thumbs up, and I think it's got great ratings, and and people that have played it love it. But yeah, unfortunately I just uh, I wasn't cool enough to play it in the in the moment, and I haven't had a chance to go back and and. and and dive into it yet i mean we're doing a podcast about wrestling video games so i don't think we're cool at any point really really but you know hey <laughs> yeah. uh okay so the other big uh series of of wrestling games that um we should absolutely mention uh already we've uh, kind of briefly uh, touched upon them the the aki thq uh, n64 video games um this is really you know the the most significant portion of time that i've spent playing uh, any kind of wrestling games it's it's within these series of games um i i know a few people that absolutely despise them and i don't know why but hey you have a hill to die on and that could be the hill um, i hope you don't talk to those people anymore because they're bad and they're wrong so. I, I do i do i just feel sorry for them um i mean these games are incredible um i i don't know where you want to start from i don't know what, what was the first one of the series that you played Oh, uh, the first one I made with WCW NWO World Tour, and like at that point, like I, you know, I'd been a pretty big wrestling fan um, up until this point. I think it was it came out in November 1997 for us in in in, uh, in North America, and I remember, you know, I was watching wrestling at that time, but not really like super super hardcore. I was just kind of casually watching it, and I remember going over to my cousin's house on Christmas Day. I remember this like so vividly because this is like a changing of the guard, like a, a, a seminal moment in my life. And I remember going over to his house on on Christmas Day, and 
he had gotten this game for Christmas and we were upstairs, you know, in, in, in his room playing it. And I was just like, oh, my God, like my life is going to be different from this point on. And like the second I got home, I was like, Mom, I need this game. <laughs> like you need to buy me this game right now. I need to play this game. And then I basically played the absolute living hell out of World Tour uh, from that point on. Like that was the only N64 game I played. Like whatever game I just kind of threw in the, in the side and said, no, this is it. This is all it's going to be. And then. That basically lasted until Revenge came out, and then I played the fuck out of Revenge, and then WrestleMania, and then No Mercy, and then like yeah. So there was like a four or five year period where I like yeah I don't I I, you know, I jumped into other N sixty four games and whatnot, but like I became obsessed, and that, and that was that point forward where I became like obsessed with wrestling too. I I, I look at it that way too. Is like that point like no, you know December nineteen ninety seven pretty much until today <laughs> it's been like you know the time that i've become what i consider like just the, the, the an absolute hardcore fan and i put uh, a world tour as one of the big reasons for that because that game was just like you, you know i'd said like before i'd played raw and i'd played a few of the other games and it was just like this this is what i want out of wrestling video games and going up like going back and playing world tour now like it's it's not really super deep or whatever but it's fucking fun to play i mean like there i i you know a few months ago streamed it on on squashing buttons and it was like i could have played this game for hours i could play the game for five six hours even though there's not a whole lot like you go and you win those titles or whatnot, but it just feels right. And the music's awesome and and the, and the, and the graphics are, you know, they're good. They're they're a little, you know, they're they're N64 polygon graphics, but still they 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 have like there's something endearing about them. They they really kind of work, but everybody kind of feels like they have weight to them. Any any move you do really feels like you're doing it. And you feel fulfilled when you when you win a match, you feel fulfilled when 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 you do moves and stuff and everything just kind of works. And it's just like the first time you play that game, you're just like, "Yes, this is what it is." And there's a reason why these are regarded as like the best games of all time or the best wrestling games of all time because they really are. I mean, they really just work and 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 they only got better with the years and and my hot take thing is that Revenge is my favorite one of the whole series. I know some people would say WrestleMania 2000. Um or even no mercy and 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 maybe old me would have said that as well like you know or, or younger me I should I, I should say would probably say that but going back revenge just to me feels like the absolute best and I think a lot of it is because the roster I think the roster just works well you play WrestleMania 2000 and like it's got that like really kind of crappy 1999 WWF roster with like Midi <laughs> in and like Al Snow and you're just like these guys suck like there's a lot of really bad wrestlers and I think uh, my buddies and I will do like Royal Rumbles every so often we do like pinfall Royal Rumbles we still to this day do these these are incredible like you do you know they, they last like two hours they're just absolutely grueling ridiculous things or whatever um but we'll do like pinfall royal rumbles or whatnot and and on revenge it's awesome because every new guy that comes out you're like fuck yeah laparka hell yeah goldberg hell yeah like you know sting like everybody that comes out the next guy is awesome but then like on, on wrestlemania 2000 you're like oh michael hayes or like oh midian or like deborah or jim ross you're like this roster kind of stinks like it's not like yeah it's awesome when you get stone cold or mankind or taker or the rock or whatever but like yeah it kind of falls off a cliff a little bit there whereas the revenge roster is just like even if you're a luchador even if you're like the low card you know mid card jobber dude or whatever those guys are awesome because it's like Rey Mysterio and it's Kidman and it's Saturn and it's it's you know Raven or or, or you know uh, you know Lodi or whatever like everybody rules on that roster. Um, whereas WrestleMania 2000 they don't really. But No Mercy I think uh, the roster is pretty solid. But I'm I'm kind of rambling. But uh, I love these games. No, so. I, I mean I have um, uh, like it's part of the reason why why No Mercy was the one for me because I mean I didn't start watching uh, WCW until well I I watched kind of. A, snippets of wcw in the year 2000 um and we had a like a, i think it was like a one hour sort of highlight package um and i highlights is a bit of a strong term for wcw in the year 2000 but it <laughs> it was what i had to work with um so you know i was i was just watching uh, wwf in the year 2000 so for me no mercy it it 
it it kind of all comes together when you've got you know the Hardys, Dudleys, Benoit Guerrero, like all those kind of guys in there. Um, that's it. It's it hits that kind of real nostalgic sweet spot for me in a way that the WCW games don't because I just I wasn't watching them at the time. So uh, kind of the my kind of reference point for them now obviously i can go back and play them and i'm like yeah you kind of mentioned any of the luchadors and i'm, I'm kind of well versed with it but it was why no mercy was the one that i played the most and it, i feel it was also for me it was um the the little kind of refinements that they added and like the game modes like the the, the ladder match mode um, yeah. and just the 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 um customization within the creator wrestler uh modes i think they they really expanded on that um, and, and made it as kind of a complete package. Uh, and also, I think that the, the story mode, which basically was just, hey, it's the year 2000, but instead of Big Show, it's Stevie Richards. I don't know why the fuck they did that, but that's, you know, any mention of the Big Show is just Stevie Richards in, in No Mercy. I don't know if that's just my copy that was broken or what, but, you know, it's like... It's, <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know why. It was it was kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's just yeah. leading up to the main event at WrestleMania 2000. It's like, yep, there's Stevie Richards. Okay, sure, whatever. Um... But it just that's that's the game out of the series for me, um, and I don't know whether like for people it's just it's whether because they have their their reference point is WCW um, or or uh, WWF. But I I think that um, with the roster as well they they did make a couple of ref- refinements and they added a couple of extra modes and that <clears throat> that for me as a whole. Um, was the kind of the reason that I always I always go to to No Mercy, um, but I I think as well partially um, I remember I had one specific match and we got, it was going back to what we were talking about whether like wrestling games should be uh, just like kind of feel like pure fighting games or they should try to capture the essence of being you know a spectacle. I guarantee you this match that I had with my friend once uh, Triple H Cactus Jack we had a five star match that the real match from the Rumble two thousand could never even come close to, to <laughs> right, right. you know. Uh, it was like 45 minutes and just the drama the you know Tanahashi couldn't match it it was incredible um, and I think one of the things as well about those games as well is that um, you know the N64 had four controller ports and while the other consoles had their adapters that would allow you to play with four controllers you know it was the N64 where it really championed this idea of, of four-way multiplayer yeah and right. um just you know doing tag matches four ways the rumbles the, the i you know, I did similar things with like the pinfall style rumbles doing that with three other people uh yeah they, that just kind of added to the whole entire presentation and the package of of those games yeah they, they, i think that's a big part of it as well that you mentioned i i forgot is that like th- those were very social games like and, and still to this day like i said where many of my buddies will 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 hang out and we do like you know annual game tournaments where we kind of all kind of play and, and that's one of the normal games that we always play because you can still pick it up with that game and then like within a few minutes you're, you're good to go like there's obviously people like like i'm pretty good because I, I, I like know the reversals and i know every character i know who's got like big kicks and who's got yakuza kicks and who's got like this sort of stuff or whatnot but like you know anybody can pick up those games and and, and at least know like once you know the base six you got it and, and that's i think one of the cool things about it is that like you could have people come over and 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 everybody felt like they were kind of on an even playing field and and you could just have so much more fun with them in, in that sort of you know multiplayer atmosphere and 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 it lends itself to those multiplayer atmospheres a lot of the game modes lend themselves to that and and, and yeah it really does work for that so that that's that's a big reason why i think that those games for me i think i you know really really hit me on that because yeah and and you mentioned too like the, the multiplayer came at i think the right time for me in my life 
uh, as well because that's when I had a bunch of buddies who were always available and always around and could just always play. Like now we have to like schedule out when we're going to hang out. You know, hey, in two months, are you free? Yeah, yeah, great, cool. Like I have four hours that we can hang out. Like at that time, like I was in, you know, elementary school and, and middle school and high school and whatnot. So it was a lot easier uh, to just get a bunch of people together and play that game. So no, they, they all kind of, and the cool thing about them, too, is that I feel like you could see a progression in all the games as well. Like World Tour is a very much like or you have WCW versus the world, but we'll let that one go. The PlayStation one that that one's like kind of the, the, the bastard child of the entire series. But like, you know, after World Tour, you saw it like revenge you know, kind of refined on World Tour. WrestleMania 2000, even though it, obviously I said the roster kind of was crappy, but like it added the creator wrestler. And it was like, holy shit, like what a revelation that was. And then No Mercy, as you said, really nailed the creator wrestler, added like the ladder match and then also added like a, a, an increasingly better, uh, you know, WWF roster. So. It was like at that point it was just like we got like this is just great and 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 it's kind of a great juxtaposition too because people don't realize the jump and the leap of going from attitude and 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 war zone to those aki games and being like oh my god like this is what i want out of wrestling games like yeah i was with you i liked Warzone and i liked attitude at the time and then i played the other games i'm like oh i i don't think i'm ever gonna play those games ever again and it's like you know to do a rock bottom in 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 attitude you gotta hit like up c down c left c right c a b up down up down up down and it's like jesus christ like, what am i doing here whereas no mercy or, or, or WrestleMania 2000 it's a and then if you have your special you flick up the stick boom rock bottom it's like yes this is this is how i want to do it i don't want I have to memorize, you know, a 15, you know, co- you know, 15 move or 15 direction code to do a, a one move. Like, it's ridiculous. So that like, but at the time, like you didn't know any better and you were like, oh, that's awesome because the games have their little charm to them. But uh, the Aki games just simplified wrestling games and just just nailed it. I mean, they're, they're, there's a reason they're, they're still talked about to this day. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It's and there's something really satisfying about, um, you know, taking a steel chair and you can hit someone with it and there's the the contact is very satisfying and then you're kind of picking them up and nailing them like a fire thunder driver or something and you can hear the sound of the chair rattling as you hit it and just or you using the ladder as well with no mercy and just whacking someone and then putting them on top of it and doing like a swanton and I yeah I, I've lost more hours to that game than I, I uh, care to mention <laughs> and the background music too I think plays a huge part I, I know a lot of people don't uh, don't really bring that up but like they have great music like those games like go like if you need to focus or like get something done put in world tour soundtrack uh, it, it, in youtube or put revenge soundtrack or anything like that like those games the background music is awesome and it really like it really lends itself to the action too like you said you really kind of get lost in it and you feel like it's kind of driving you through the match and whatnot like it, it just yeah the crowd sounds pretty good they don't look good the crowd looks like shit they're like four polygons just like moving up and down they have like two uh, static like... images that just kind of up down up, <laughs> right, down, yeah. up down the crowd is terrible the crowd yeah. looks awful but the crowd sounds good like they, they you know they they, they cheer when you win. They boo when you do. You know, you hit a nut shot or whatever. And there, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. And and yeah, like the audio isn't perfect because it's the N64 and it's got like limited audio capabilities. But you oh, know, the, really the, the entrances were horrendous. Like the entrance music, and then you have like the 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 video package that shows up for like the whatever wrestlers Titantron, and it's just this kind of grainy image. <laughs> it's just yeah. awful. And I think that was one of the things that um, one of the selling points, and it, it's. When you think about it, it's ridiculous. But one of the selling points for the early SmackDown games was like, you know, it had just a, a clear image of the the, the rest of Titantron, and then you know yeah, they just the kind music. of walk in front of the screen, and you you got the music, and it sounds clear yeah. and crisp, and I, that was appealing, you know. 
yeah, it, it's kind of fun that like in those days, like that was a big deal. Like, like I remember playing SmackDown. And I was like, holy shit, like the music sounds perfect. Like it's exactly. And then like you could throw that CD into like a CD player and then you basically had like all the wrestlers themes on like a, a CD. And you're like, oh, my God, like this is this is awesome. Like this is so cool. But uh, yeah, like the Titan Trons on, on SmackDowns when you come from the N64 games and, and, and No Mercy and, and WrestleMania, which is just like a two image like GIF, <laughs> which is really bad. Or, like this, this terrible theme music that just sounds like it was done out of like a because they tried to make the real they try to give you the real theme music for the wrestlers, but it just sounded like they recorded it like, you know, underwater, you know, through a PVC pipe. So it just like does not sound. And then like, yeah, the SmackDown games, you're like, Oh my God, like this is it. They're perfect music and perfect everything. So no, there definitely was an appeal to those, but uh, yeah, that uh, after a few years, you kind of lost uh, the appeal that, that ended up not being a, a, as big of a deal as it was initially. No. Now, um, We've spoken about some very, very good games. Um, I have a whole bunch of other games here that I found uh, or that I remembered and put down. And I think we can just dive into the depths of of some of the worst moments in uh, the history of wrestling games. And I'm going to start off with uh, a game that I I remember I I purchased for about two quid from a secondhand uh, game (laughs) store. Uh, And that was WCW Nitro for the PlayStation. (laughs) Now, I have to be honest... The concept, uh, or I, I wish that all wrestling games going forward did this, where when you pick a wrestler, they give you yes. like a, a short little kind of clip or a you know, short little kind of intro about who they are or whatever they have to say. Um, if only just for the stark contrast of personalities and sometimes charisma in watching someone like a Dean Malenko in front of a camera who really just doesn't look like he feels comfortable with saying whatever he's trying to say for a crappy little video game. Um, but that is about as, as good as it gets when it comes to those games because Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Nitro and Thunder are, are just genuinely some of the worst games I, I have ever played. Um, the, uh, the, the herky jerky nature, it's mentioned with some of the other games, uh, it's, is on full force here. It's just, it's a kick punch fest, um, with the occasional power bomb. Um, the character models are ugly. Um, the uh, like size difference between like Kevin Nash and Guerrero is actually it's probably quite realistic, but it looks ridiculous on screen. Um, the commentary is awful. The camera is just constantly throwing a fit and can't stay in one <laughs> spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on those games? Oh God, I yeah. I, I remember the first time I played it, I was like, oh, this is okay. Okay, like there's something to enjoy about this, and then little by little you kind of play it, and and it's one of those games like the first minute you play it, or the first five minutes, or the first you know half hour, you're like, okay, you know this isn't bad, like it, it looks okay, it's a little weird, but but I can I can I can appreciate it a little bit, but then like you're like three or four matches in, and you're like, fuck this game, this game is absolute garbage, it's absolute terrible, like you know I, I streamed it um, about a year or so ago and realized that like kicks are actually the most powerful thing in the entire game, like it, you are better off just throwing kicks the entire time, you get you do more damage kicking people than you do hitting a power bomb or whatever and like everybody has the same moves so like kevin nash does a power bomb but so does hulk hogan and so does randy savage and so does d malenko like everybody's got the same moves there's nothing unique about it um the sound is garbage like the, the, the like literally the only redeeming factor as you said is is when you the character selection screen and i would give a, another redeeming quality too is it's got like the old game trope of like developers put themselves in game like it feels like nba jam in that sense and yeah. i think uh, that was kind of one of the the things that the the, the game developers growing for like hey we're gonna make the nba jam of, of wrestling video games and it's like yeah good try but like also these games were made in like 1998 so like a little bit past the nba jam uh, uh, uh era there but uh like because you got the developers and you got like aliens 
in the games and snowmen and all that sort of shit. Like just stupid characters that nobody ever wants to fucking play as they because they didn't need to because every character was the same anyway. They just That's put a new thing. skin on Kevin yeah. Nash and it's like, ah, it's a snowman. There you go. Like like because there was no real work in, in making new characters. All you had to do was like just upload like, you know, a bitmap or whatever of this character model and then just throw it on the guy because nothing is different about any of the guys. But yeah, the only real redeeming factor of that game is 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 the character selection screen, which my personal favorite is um I think Kevin Nash and oh, Thunder. It's, it's yeah, he's I want to say because like, he's yeah, just like don't, his don't arms are crossed. He's like, pick me if you want. I don't care. And I'm like, that's exactly what Kevin Nash would say. Because like, hey Kevin, we need to record this uh, voiceover. And he's like, no, oh, all right. And he like gets in there because he has that one. I think the other one is always is like, uh, just just don't pick me. Go pick like Hogan or Savage or whatever, <laughs> and just let let me be. So yeah, that that that's the the most honest, genuine uh, like speech given here out of anyone on on the roster. Um, I, I, the the thing I, the best way to describe the game is you play it for five minutes and you've seen everything the game has to offer yes. and nothing yep. in those five minutes is of any redeeming quality whatsoever. Yeah, I had a buddy over when we were doing the stream and, and, and like, you know, halfway through, I'm like, oh, these games suck. And he's like, I don't, I don't know. These games are pretty good. And then like another 15 minutes in, he's like, this is the worst fucking game ever. We need to stop playing this game. And I was like, oh, I, I agree. Like, but that's what it does for you. You play it for a bit. You're like, OK, you know, I can enjoy this. But then you realize there's absolutely zero depth to that game. There's nothing to it. It's the absolute just like drizzling shit after a half an hour of that game. So uh, that, that is an unfortunate part of it. But I have a buddy who like still to this day is like no those games are good like we've gotten in like full-on arguments like i've had to like go home because i'm like no they're not like you're just saying that like there's no way you can say that. he's like no they're pretty good i'm like they're not good like he's, he's actually psychotic. i know what i'm saying there, there's there's just no there's no way he's, know, he's trolling you he's playing like, the longest like, trolling game i've ever heard in my life i know i'm like you gotta stop lying like be honest with me you actually like these games and he's like yeah i do i'm like no, no you're you're lying and, like <laughs> we get into like legit arguments about it like i'm getting tense now just thinking about it because i'm like no you're no they're not good you're wrong and it's just the astonishing thing, and there's a couple of other games on, on the list, um, and when I think about just games in the, the late 90s and the, well, actually throughout the 90s and, and the kind of early to mid-2000s where you'd have these, um, not AAA-type uh, games, but these slightly smaller developers, um, you know, this is a game that was released for upwards to 40, 50 quid on the market, and you think, like, in today's uh, climate, it's like, th this game isn't worth, you know, two quid as an early access beta on steam uh and it it does show to a level to a degree how far we have come along in terms of like quality control uh but it's like you know someone for christmas somewhere was given this game and some poor parents had to pay full price for this and i you know i just yeah these games are terrible I'm sorry that I actually even brought these up now because now I'm... Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is one thing I, I'll always argue with people too when they're like, ah, the games are too expensive these days. I'm like, they're the same price they were. <laughs> you know, They're actually less expensive now. And like pretty much every game you buy, like I, I can't remember the last time I bought a game and been like, this game absolutely fucking sucks. Whereas like you would go... Imagine a Christmas morning opening Thunder... And like that's your game, like that, like or or renting. Like people don't realize that the, the good old days of like renting games is like you would rent a game and like that was your weekend. And if that game stunk, you were done. Like that was it. You were just like, well, that's it. This game is terrible. I just wasted you know whatever amount of money, and I'm not going to play this thing anymore. Or you would just continue playing it because you had to like feel like you had to you know, I, well shit, I spent ten bucks on it or whatever. I, I you know this is my game of this weekend. I got to get into it. I got to play it. But uh, yeah, there, there's. The quality control, as you said, is incredible because you, you know now pretty much any time you take home a game or or whatever that it's going to be pretty solid. There's a certain level of 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 control that has gone there, but uh, not in these days. This These games are absolutely fucking terrible. Um, 
a game that I think is is quite divisive. Uh, I, I I know of people that enjoy them, and I I enjoy them to a certain degree for what they are. Um, certainly nothing that I would, you know, put any kind of long term investment in playing for more than twenty minutes to half an hour at a time. Uh, WF WrestleMania, the arcade game slash uh, In Your House, which I think was the follow up. Um, I am fine with these games. You know, they're very much um, of the kind of Mortal Kombat vibe. They're the um, you know the the, the characters is there the realistic models um uh and it's but it's the 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 presentation is completely over the top you know you've got undertaker actually using tombstones to hit people you've got fucking just objects exploding out of people <laughs> um you know they're completely ridiculous and i mean we have um we have a an arcade bar in town and it has it has the actual arcade cabinet for wrestlemania the arcade and you know i'll go throw a couple of coins in there and, and play a couple of rounds and it's fine for what it is. Uh, yeah, I, I actually like these games uh, a lot. And, and that's, I remember uh, growing up, there was a, uh, every summer we would go to this, like, re- I want to call it a resort. It really wasn't a resort. It was just like a hotel that had a pool or whatever. And I go with my cousins. <laughs> they called really it a resort, there, but you know, yeah. and, and well, and, and, and as a kid, you're like, Ooh, wow. And then like, at, you know, as an adult, I drive by it all the time. And I'm like that, that's the place, huh? I was like, I really, really thought that was a lot cooler than it was. And it's just kind of a place of the pool. I guess it was a pretty cool pool. But uh, anyway, they had a, a, a WrestleMania arcade set up in, in those days in the mid nineties or whatever. And yeah, we would go, all the time and play it and and i loved it then and 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 today you know there's still a bunch of uh, arcades around me and arcade bars that have it and and i'll you know i'll, I'll stand for that game for sure I'll, I'll, I'll you know people argue with me and they say it kind of sucks but it's fun it, it you can pick up and play it and anybody can sort of do it and yeah it's not a wrestling game in any way shape or form it's it's definitely just a mortal combat with wrestling guys in it but i, I like those games i think there's, there's a certain fun factor to them and there's a certain pick up and play to them and 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 then mode is you know the game mode is pretty challenging as you kind of go through the the, the cycle and it it feels very much it feels like a WWF game though it feels like because it's got the commentary it's got the music it's got the characters they all look like themselves they all look kind of cool it's just a little bit over the top but but I'll always I'll always defend like over the top wrestling games versus like hyper realistic wrestling games so that's one that that both the WrestleMania the arcade game and in in your house I think have uh, some real redeeming factors to them I, I really do enjoy those games a lot yeah and I mean considering where wrestling was as a whole at the time i i feel like <laughs> these games are about coming the only sony some of the redeeming qualities from that period of time uh cause, yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 95 96 is, is a pretty rough time um but it, like they are just they i mean it's in the name it's literally an arcade game and um where you have some like i mean if i if, if wcw nitro slash funder were just arcade cabinet games i i would i would i'd still think less of them but um, I wouldn't hold it as much against them. It's just like, well, you, you are playing this just to play for five to, five to ten minutes and you put, put a couple of coins in, that's it, whatever. Um, but, you know, they were just actual kind of full retail releases where, you know, the WrestleMania arcade games, it's based off of the arcade cabinet. And um, so for reasons like that, or if, you know, if I play like a... Um, like a Daytona Rally or something like that, just or Time Crisis, you know, any of those kinds of games that are just based off an arcade cabinet, I unless they're going to add a whole bunch of additional content it's like i just take the games for what they are and uh and yeah they're fine they're fun and um i can still pick it up today and and enjoy it for 10 15 minutes and i'm not looking for anything more than what it actually is you know yeah, exactly. You can play it for for a half an hour, play it for an hour, and you're fine. And you could walk over to the next, you know, the next cabinet, and and, and you're cool. And then that, yeah, it's not like you know, because I I have I remember having it for I think it came out for Genesis if I remember correctly, and like it doesn't work as well uh, on a home console. 
console as it does. Like, and that's why In Your House had some limitations too, because it was on PlayStation, and and it just doesn't quite work as well. The the music isn't as booming. Like, it just works as like an arcade cabinet game for sure. Like, and and we'll talk about a few other ones coming up in a bit too that really work in that same sense. But yeah, it's 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 great to play it like today if you can find it in arcade or in an arcade bar or whatever. It's 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 definitely uh, it, it's worth twenty minutes. It's worth a few of your quarters, or you know, if it's a free to play, a few a few minutes and a few drinks, it it, it, it can be pretty fun. Is WCW Backstage Assault the worst game of all time? Or at least the worst wrestling game of all time? Oh, my God. Um, see, to me... Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> it's a wrestling game without a ring, so it definitely, it definitely is, is because, up there. But at, it... Because at least Nitro at least Nitro has the uh, the wrestlers' speeches at the start. This doesn't even have, ha- even have it that. It does not have know? that. Yeah, I would... I'll, I'll make a... I'll make a con- There's something... Re- Okay, I don't want to say it's it's not good. I'm I'm not defending it in any way, shape, or form. It, it is an atrocious game. I think I hate Mayhem more though. WCW Mayhem, the the game that predated it from okay. EA. I think I hate that one more because it tried to be a wrestling game and it just was so horrible at it and it failed such miserably at it and it's not fun at all. But Backstage Assault is is pretty terrible too. But I think there's something. I, the reason I think I I kind of like Backstage Assault because it feels so much WCW at the time. Like I could just see there being a board meeting and Vince Russo being like, "Bro, no ring. Like, we don't need a ring." <laughs> in the game bro like it's much better if you don't have a ring like nobody cares about wrestling they care about fight like so i could almost i to me i like it, it feels of the time a little bit better than, than some of the other ones so that's the only thing i'll say about it but it is an atrocious game and you should not play it but i think i hate mayhem just a little bit more than that so i would say that even and i can't i can't visualize mayhem off the top of my head but I want to, I, I want to say that the character models are at least slightly better because the the backstage assault, like the character models in backstage assault, I don't know who the fuck they got. Like I think they got a dog with one leg to design these character models. They are the worst. The the, the proportions and like I mean, you look at Goldberg and he kind of looks like an inverted triangle or something. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So bad. Stevie Ray, I remember being pretty hilarious. That yeah, the game is is awful and like. It is like you think like, oh, cool, like uh, you get to, you know, fight backstage or whatever. It's fun for like three minutes and <laughs> it's not fun ever again. Like, yeah, I mean, I even it, it was fun for three minutes. I that That's actually probably more. I'm giving it too much credit. It's fun for like 13 seconds. And then you're like this game. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's the reason why, you know, the, the backstage parts in like the Smackdown games is like just an additional part of the actual game. You know, the, the idea that you would just make this the entire game. What, what are we doing at this point? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Oh god! <laughs> Reminding me, I'm watching a I'm watching a gameplay video right now. And I do enjoy that. <laughs> I'm watching a GIF right now, and it's uh, it's David Flair running into a urinal and knocking it off the wall. Actually, this game rules. It's. <laughs> I mean, that kind of sounds like WCW 2000 in a nutshell. That's really. what I mean, and that's what I mean. Like it, it feels of the time. Like if you need a perfect representation of the dying days of WCW, Backstage Assault is a great. Like everybody looks like shit, and it's there's no ring, and it's just like Tank Abbott walking up with a sink, and <laughs> David Flair doing a crossbody to a urinal to get it off the wall. It just feels so perfect for WCW in 2000. So. Um. Somehow this game still, I mean, it's it's obviously pathetic, but it still so sold 200,000 copies, which even for oh. that limited number, I feel still speaks to the power of, of either wrestling uh, during that period, because obviously it was the boom period, even though WCW was on its last legs. But uh, yeah, yeah, talking of games that, yeah, you would open up for Christmas and be given this and uh, <laughs> God. Ugh. Anyway, I'm moving on. I'm moving on swiftly. Uh, (laughs) So we had, um, back in the day, um, and we still have it now for 
uh, when like Raw, SmackDown, whatever is on um, for Sky Sports, they'll have uh, WWF Raw sponsored by and whatever, and it could be whatever brand. But whenever the the newest game was out, it would be sponsored by that. And I remember back in the day, it was like WWF Raw sponsored by WWF Betrayal, the video game. And I was like, what the fuck is WWF Betrayal, the video game? And I didn't get to find out until many, many years later that it was a, a very, very, very poor uh, 2D <laughs> Streets of Rage style beat em up for the Game Boy Color, I think it was. I think that's right, yeah. I think it was Game Boy Color. Yeah, and I, I ended up playing an emulator years later just because like, I have to see what this is. And um, this could also be the worst game of all time. Um, and again, it's one of those you play it for about four seconds and you know exactly what this is. It doesn't get any better. Um uh, trying to stay alive is is nearly impossible because anytime you hit someone, you're going to get hit back at the same time because the collision detection is just non-existent and it's you know it's impossible to have any space to hit someone before they hit you back. And uh, what the fuck is this, Rich? Honestly, it's so weird. And like I, I played it many many years later too. I think I didn't even know it existed for like half my life. Even though I feel like I had a Game Boy Color and it feels like a game that I probably should have played, but I, I think I just didn't know that it was even out. So I went back later on emulators, as you said, and and played it. And uh, oh boy, it's it's not good at all. It is. I, I should like it because I love beat em ups. Like that's my favorite genre of games is beat em ups, especially like the Street of Rage style games or whatever. So like when I found like out finally that there was a WF beat em up, I was like, holy crap! And like I didn't even look at the reviews, I didn't look at anything. And yeah, you play it for a little bit, and it's just like the collision detection's off and it's just like the absolute worst tropes of a beat-em-up the worst developed beat-em-up I, I, i've probably ever played like the guys look like crap they walk around weird like triple h looks nothing like triple h the rock looks really nothing like the rock except for he has sunglasses and and you're all trying to like you're trying to stop like a kidnapped stephanie mcmahon or whatever it's just yeah it, it um you know the the premise of the game is is I think a pretty cool, and we'll we'll talk about a few games coming up here in a little bit where you know they use wrestling characters in like a non wrestling style game or whatnot. And I think I think there's a lot to be said for that. I think that especially at this time, like you know with, with those characters being as big of a deal as they were, like there was a, a a good concept there of having these guys in other games. It was just like the the actual um, the actual execution of it it leaves a little bit to be desired it's 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 not a very good game like it it feels like it should be good it should be good but it, it's just not and, and i really tried i really tried to enjoy it but it's just it's not enjoyable at all i mean the motivation of trying to uh, rescue a kidnapped stephanie mcmahon <laughs> was a little low anyway yeah. you know um okay we've we've discussed them a little bit let's let's give them their 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 full time in in the spotlight um the acclaim series uh wwf warzone wwf attitude uh also then you have the ecw hardcore revolution and anarchy rules games um now the ecw games these were games that i picked up years later uh, kind of similar to, to nitro on the cheap um and kind of going in with this kind of a, a vague idea of what ECW uh, was because this was for me still the early days of having the internet so I had like a couple of MVs of some uh, ECW highlight reels to fucking Down With The Sickness by Disturbed and uh, in some ways that is kind of the best way to watch ECW um, but you know uh, just kind of going into these games not knowing what the fuck you know, the Sandman was but knowing who Raven was because he was in WWF by that point um, but yeah Attitude and Warzone, uh, I played Attitude first. Um, I actually am okay with the the uh, the mechanics of that game because, I again, I enjoy like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, so trying to remember like up, down, left, right, circle, square, hold, start, and select at the same time to do a powerbomb, I was fine with that. It didn't bother me at all. Um, the character models, 
they haven't aged well, but they were fine and they certainly were fucking better than uh, Mayhem and Backstage Assault. Um, I thought the overall presentation was was like I thought the sound quality was was good. You, you know, the, the entrance music sounded clear enough. Uh, the commentary was kind of trash, but it was still better than some of the stuff that had come before and would come after. Uh, and I don't know, I I kind of have a soft spot still for Attitude. I I don't think it's by any means the the best game. I think that the the career mode is is solid enough, um, and I think that the the uh, create a wrestler mode is actually pretty robust for the, its time. Uh, and there was like um, kind of in house custom music that you could use, and some of those. Uh, uh, tracks on there are fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> we have uh, I don't know. Did you ever listen to the? Uh, I've listened uh, to the Wrestling Podcast I've, Network. I've, yes, yeah, yes, yes. So I've listened to have, the music uh, of the Mat episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a show called Music of the Mat uh, that uh, Andrew Rich hosts, and uh, on the Voice Wrestling Podcast Network, you can find it. And there's an episode where he goes through those themes, and they're just the most ridiculous things mm-hmm. you've ever seen. But they're endearing. They're endearing. They sure. are. They are. Um, so I don't know. I. I still like Attitude. Uh, Warzone is was the first game, and, and Attitude was kind of a re- refinement of that. Um, but Warzone did with had like the the um, kind of similar to Nitro and Thunder as well, where it had like speeches from the wrestlers, but the presentation presentation the quality was a lot better because they were obviously on a, a green screen, and there was like the kind of old style Warzone um, kind of like in a warehouse with shit behind them exploding, and it looks pretty cool. And if you have Austin going off about anything, it's going to sound good. So I'm still fine with those games. If you if you want to disagree, if this is where we're going to have this big dispute, Rich, then let's have it now. Yeah, you're you're so wrong. No, I, I, <laughs> I mean they're pretty terrible. They're they're horrible games. But um, I get it. I I I've, I was in your spot for a while too. I I made the the horrible decision to replay these games pretty recently, and that's when I finally was like, no, you know these these are are, are pretty bad. But I get it. Like you know they're they're ones. You know, we talk about a Nitro and a Thunder, and that's, those are games that you cannot play for more than an hour. You can play Attitude for more than an hour. You can go through the game mode for a little bit and be like, okay, you know, there's there's something I enjoy about this. There's something I like about it. It it does a good job of what it's trying to do. It's obviously not refined like the Aki games, and there would obviously be many, many better progressions that would come from wrestling games for a while. But I get it. I mean, they're, they're, they're not they're not the worst they're not good but they're not the worst like i think they do get a lot of undue shit because eventually when wf went to you know like the, the change of the guard from like attitude to wrestlemania 2000 was just like oh my god like jesus <laughs> this is so night and day but they were fine for their era and i enjoyed them at the time and you know i can still kind of play them and, and and have a little bit of fun for a few hours but I, I i can admit that they're not good but it's like it's one of those things where you know you said like nitro and thunder you know it's not good and you play it and you hate it and you just want to you break the disc and throw it out of your window and never ever play it ever again whereas these you can play and be like okay this isn't a good game but you know i'm having fun with it there there's something endearing is the word i've used before and there's a way where you're like they're fun bad is i think a good way to say it too like you know it's bad and you, you you're aware that it is but it's enough that you can and you can have some fun while you're playing it too. So, did you play either of the ECW games? I did in the time because I remember when, when they came out. Like for whatever stupid me, it was like, whoa, you know, acclaim doing ECW games. And then I was like, well, this is obviously like two years after you know Attitude. I'm sure they've updated this. <laughs> huge sweeping changes to the game, and it's like, nope, it's just Rob Van Dam. You just play as the Baldies yeah. now, you know? Yeah, which is fine. Like I enjoyed it because it's it was not like, fine. No one, no one needs to play as the Baldies. That's just, no. <laughs> 
but like you know the idea that it was an ECW game and it felt it felt nothing like ECW and it, it, yeah they're they're not good like I, I I'd say if you want to play any of them I think Attitude is probably the best one but you know I actually like Warzone on the PlayStation I like too because like you said those full motion videos of like Ahmed Johnson just like mumbling nonsense to you before you select him is pretty fun but um you know that that those two I would say if if you want to play anything in those series Warzone and Attitude are definitely the ones that you go to I would just completely skip the ECW games because it's basically like somehow they got worse like I don't understand how like two years after the fact they got worse but they kind of did there's well, nothing really I, I would imagine that the money they had to work with considering it was an ECW project was true right yeah or if they ever got paid <laughs> I'm sure they never got paid they're probably still waiting to get paid yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but... uh, sad but probably true um, okay, no, alright, I'm sorry, I've, I've mentioned games that I think were the worst games of all time, okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, I was, uh, bought this game, I, this was actually one of the games that I was bought for Christmas one year, because, uh, I enjoyed the, the property that it came from, and I enjoyed wrestling, um, Rich, The Simpsons Wrestling <laughs> is bad on a number of levels, uh, which is actually almost impressive. It's bad in that it's a bad Simpsons game, and in fairness, there's been a fair few of those over the years. It's bad as a wrestling game. It's bad as uh, a fighting game. It's bad as just being a game. It's ugly. It's not funny. Um, and considering it's Simpsons, um, there is literally, other than the fact that it's the Simpsons doing wrestling, it has no other single redeemable quality whatsoever. Yeah, it is an atrocious game, and I think the problem that the most disappointing part is that it looks like crap. Like it, it's the it's a cartoon. Like you can just make like it's not sprite based though. It's like really bad looking like polygons. And this game came out in like two thousand one. Like it, like there were beautiful games at this point. Like why this game looked the way it did, there was no excuse. Especially when you weren't trying to make realistic looking characters. You were making cartoon characters. Like there, there's no reason. But it it is an atrocious game. It, it essentially comes down to just button mashing with no real rhyme or reason. And, and like you said, the most disappointing part is it doesn't do a good job of being a Simpsons game, and it doesn't even worse job of being a wrestling game. It's like a bad fighting game, tangentially featuring Simpsons characters. And it's just like ah, uh, it, it, it's. There's nothing good about it. There's absolutely nothing. I, I put it in the pantheon of the Nitros and Thunders more so than I do like the Attitudes or whatnot or, or even the WrestleMania the arcade games. But it, it is, I'd say far and away, probably one of the worst Simpsons games. I, I don't know that there's even another contender for worst Simpsons game. But there, I mean, I guess there are because there, there are there were quite a few bad Simpsons well, games. Well, the, those but, early NES like Bart versus the World, the, um, I remember that one in particular. Um, yeah, Bart has to save the world against aliens by a spate. Uh, spray, spray painting, painting things, things <laughs> purple, whatever, right. making things purple, yeah, yeah. but uh, not yeah. not not ideal. But uh, no, this is like really really bad, and I, and I think like the the graphics are just horrible, and the gameplay is horrible, and it's just one of these games that like it's not even fun. Bad, it, it, it it's a half an hour in, ten minutes in, you're like this is this is just really bad. It, it just it feels like an unfinished game. Like the the characters move around like they're on roller skates. Um, yeah, it, 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 there's there's no joy in actually kind of controlling the characters, which is. The, the similarity with um, Nitro and Thunder in that way. And, and sometimes, actually, I you know, the, the early SmackDown games, when certainly when you go back and play them now, um, moving around the ring does kind of feel like there's no um, kind of like slow... Uh, you know, if you start walking, you start slow and you kind of build up. You don't just go from zero to ten and it, like with the the simpsons the Simpsons wrestling game it is very much and like uh smackdown as well was kind of like this where you just you move and then you're running and there's no in between um 
and it just it just feels so fucking clunky it just feels like an unfinished project it, it feels like a cash grab which is obviously what it was just to hey slap you know the simpsons logo on something and get it out there and okay wrestling is the big thing at the time so we'll we'll do that um and it i think the disappointing thing is there is potential i mean you can put the sim i mean did you ever play um simpsons hit and run Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, okay, all right, sure, we'll take The Simpsons and we'll put it in a GTA game, and fuck it, yeah, it's brilliant. You take The Simpsons style of humour, and you can apply it to different types of games, and it's going to work, and in some way, form or fashion, a, a wrestling game could have worked, but um, they just, even if they'd gotten the humour side of it right, the gameplay is that bad that, that you just, you would want to stick around anyway. So I'm looking at the developer here. Big Ape Productions was the actual company that developed it, and they have quite the track record of games here. Uh, look at this. So you start, their first game was Herc's Adventure uh, for PS1, uh, which I don't remember Herc's Adventure all that much. I know the name, but I don't know if I've ever played it. Uh, their next game was Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. Oh, okay, right. Then they did Simpsons Wrestling. Uh-huh. And then they did Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> oh, no, they did Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah, Fuck. so they are an atrocious developer. And that's it. I don't see them doing any other games after that, which is good. Somebody it's... finally mercifully put them out of their... Because uh... this is published by like Activision and EA. Like, they, these are, you know, you assume heavy hitters, and then these games are just... I mean, hard. it's not like <laughs> EA have never put out a bad product before. So True, 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 know. true. Let's 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 take Rollercoaster Tycoon and completely or Theme Park I think that no, was Rollercoaster Tycoon and and turn it into this free to play cash grab and yeah anyway like, that's getting off topic um, I, I I'm with you I'm very upset about that too because <laughs> I love Rollercoaster Tycoon I still have a buddy who uh, you know him and I play it all the time anytime I go over to his house or whatever we'll you know huddle around his computer now he's got the mobile version so we'll like huddle around his phone uh, and play it but uh, yeah they completely ruined that series which is is it's hard to do because yeah. uh, not mo- that hard the, the yeah. mobile ports that came out I want to say like two years ago. Uh, they're actually really good. Um, and yeah, they are. My yeah. buddy plays it like every day. Like it's it, it's so bizarre. Like he, and it's it's kind of tricky. You think it's kind of tough on your phone, but once you get the hang of it, it's actually pretty fun and, and, and pretty rewarding. But yeah, yeah it's, they did it's, good it's a bit finicky with the UI. You have to kind of move stuff around, and the, the screen just doesn't feel big enough sometimes. But for what it is and the, and the platform it's on, they it kind of yeah. There's your roller coaster tycoon uh, uh, <laughs> diversion for, for there. Yeah. Um, okay, so. I I remember uh, Legends of Wrestling um, as this the idea that this game existed at the time, um, or when I look back at it, I kind of find it weird that it exists. But I kind of understand why it exists. Um, it it kind of it was taking the theory of, of heroes of wrestling um, and taking these you know classic wrestlers um, that still have some sort of uh, Hill. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> wrestling was. I love, that, I love that Heroes of Wrestling is the inspiration. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, you know what we got to do get some of this. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know the concept behind it, but I concept, just love the not execution. Although the execution <laughs> right, is kind of bad in some ways as well. Um, but taking these classic wrestlers and wrestling is still, you know, is is coming off the tail end of the attitude era at this point. Um, but you have all these classic wrestlers who aren't anywhere, aren't doing anything, and you know they clearly have all the licenses for all their own characters so sure let's make a video game with all of these guys you know smackdown uh like we'd either be it here comes the pain or just bring it this point you know they're selling gangbusters and there's clearly a market for this we can do something with you know we can take hulk hogan and slap him on the front and have the road warriors and bret hart and fuck it you know we can throw in some classic guys like rob van damme and sabu and you know have this thing here that's is is uh 
you know separate from the 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 smackdown series and in in theory it's a fucking great idea uh execution um it's not the most busted wrestling game uh it certainly is very janky and of that you know by this point 3d games had been around for you know a good four or five years um but this still feels like it just it struggles to act as a 3D game. It still just feels very janky and herky-jerky. Um, the, the reversal system is just... It, it, the game becomes tedious because um, you're, you're, you're constantly looking at the bar trying to see when to reverse something because you'd have... Um, like, and then whenever you do a move, like a bar would come up and there's like kind of the, the middle point and if you hit X at the right time, you would do a reversal and you spend more time looking at that than you actually do at the presentation and what's on the screen. And it's not the worst looking game, um, but at the same time, uh, it, it, yeah, it feels very much like that kind of early PS2 type style video game and um, it, it lasted as long as I thought it would when I look back at it now. Yeah, the, the, again, like the concept is perfect. The concept makes all the sense in the world. You got all these wrestlers that 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 people probably remember, and you throw a Hogan on the cover, and you and and like I remember the roster at the time. I really enjoyed it. Like, I mean, when else am I going to have Sabu face like <laughs> you know Nick Bockwinkel or whatever? And it's like, yeah, this is great. Like, this is actually kind of cool. And like, you know, somebody who was who was becoming a bigger wrestling fan at that time and and really embracing history of wrestling a little bit more uh, at that time, I, I was I was all in for it. I, I thought it was really really cool. Uh, but yeah, the execution is just not that good. Like they're they're fine. They're just they, they remind me a lot of like the current two K games. They're just not that fun to play. Like yeah. the, the, everything's great until the bell rings, and then you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's just like not that like because I think it's got a pretty cool story mode too. If I remember correctly, I think maybe the second one does. It's got like you know this territorial thing that you can do, and you can run to the different territory. Like it all kind of works, and like it's obvious that the guys making it knew a little bit of their background. They knew their shit about wrestling. It's just like the engine is just a little broken, and it's just not fun it's just not a fun wrestling game and, th- and that ultimately it's kind of what sinks it but uh a good concept and a, g- a good game to kind of pick up and play for a few minutes but like yeah you, you just at the end you're just kind of like yeah i don't really want to go back to it it's not a game that you ever think like ah like i'm gonna put this in and and really have a good time it's just it, it just never did that even at that time it was just yeah it, it just wasn't polished enough to, to make it really all that much fun yeah and it just it feels too slow and everything feels delayed like you press yeah. to hit a punch and then you know a couple of seconds later you know the punch gets hit and you're like uh, no no I need immediacy you know you want to hit, get that feedback you want to Press X, move happens. You don't want to kind of sit around, make a cup of tea, and then at some point a punch is going to get thrown. Uh, just yeah, it certainly feels like a game that with I don't know six months more time to to kind of polish it and refine it, it may have been okay. Um, but it just it feels kind of very lackluster in execution. Uh, mm-hmm. Still better than Heroes of Wrestling, but I mean, what isn't? Um, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, I have uh, only briefly played this because my friend owned a copy of it, and you know, it's 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 a WWF game, so you know, I guess we can talk about it. Did you, did you ever play Crush Hour? Uh, I very briefly played Crush Hour, not a whole lot, so I can, I'm not an expert on it at all, but. Um... Yeah, it's one that, you know, I talked about earlier with WF Betrayal where, you know, sometimes, you know, using wrestling characters in a non-wrestling game is actually a pretty cool idea because you got these larger than life characters and, and you obviously have these, you know, licenses to use these people. So they should do that a little bit more where they put these people in, in, in odd situations. Uh, 
putting them in like a twisted metal, like a like a a dollar store twisted metal game. I don't know. Like I remember having fun with it, and I think it's a game that like I, I want to try to find because I think it'd be one that like these days because it's it, it it's kind of that fun bad. Uh, style that I think we'd enjoy a little bit more playing today than maybe we did in, in, in real time now. Because I remember playing with my buddies for a little bit and we're just like, this is kind of bad, this is kind of stupid. But like now in 2019, I could see it being a pretty fun, like, you know, you got beers or whatever and you're just kind of, you know, shooting rockets with badass Billy Gunn or, or Mr. Ass or whatever, like, would be kind of fun. But yeah, at the time it was like, what the hell? Why are WF guys in like a twisted metal game? So no, I, I, I'm not a, a full-on expert of it, but uh, I could see the appeal for sure. I, I like the... Um the kind of weird premonition of uh all the foresight in that uh here's a game where you know Vince McMahon is trying to create all this kind of new content that isn't just wrestling and this the year 2019 and we have exactly that and it's like okay are we, <laughs> right. uh, are we actually gonna get like real life crush out at some point I can see it happening yeah, it's also like it, Vince McMahon is such is such a nutcase too that you would believe that he'd be like, God damn it, get in trucks and beat each other. You're like, what the hell? Like, why are we doing this? We're professional wrestlers, Vince. Like, why are you putting us in this? But uh, it is a uh, it is an odd premise for a game. Like, I, I who pitched that one? It was like, hey, do you guys remember Twisted Metal? And they're like, yeah, that game from like a bunch of years ago. They're like, yeah, like it's not that popular anymore, right? Like, no, but we're gonna do the exact same thing, but with our guys. And I, I guess you know, I, I'll give it up to them for that. It was a it was a bold uh, bold direction to go in a game, but uh, yeah. Pretty fun stuff. It would be interesting to think that somewhere in uh, in Connecticut, Vince actually just does actually have uh, a PlayStation that he just pulls out every now and again. He's like, God damn it, twisted metal. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it makes sense. Like, yeah, because he's, he's like a, a few years behind the times with stuff. Like, you know, Paul Burchill is because he had watched like Pirates of the Caribbean or, you know, it's yeah. in these things. That, I love the idea that in 2003, like, Vince got a copy of Twisted Metal and was like, God damn, we got to do this. This is the revolution. Like, like he's in video games, they're like, you know, like we're at like Twisted Metal Four and people have stopped buying those games. Like they they don't really like them at all. And he's like, No, we need this. We like we he's, have to he's, have this. He's like, probably got like an Nvidia mobile at this point and trying to play Tomb Raider right? for that. Like, yeah, I could yeah. see that in 2019. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm trying to because I, I was looking again at the, at the at the developer of this game too to see other stuff that they did. Um, they they're locomotive games, and they actually did Road Rash '64. Do you remember Road Rash '64? Uh, I, so I never played that one specifically, but I I want to say I wanted to play. Um, I must have played the PlayStation version because I I remember the intro because it had uh, Soundgarden's uh, Rusty Cage in there. Uh, which yes, was, yeah, which yeah, yeah. I didn't know that song until years later, and then the first time I heard that song when I was like, oh, I'm Soundgarden. Yeah, I'm listening to Nirvana. I want to listen to all this other stuff. Okay, Soundgarden. Wait, where the fuck do I know this song from? <laughs> Road Rash. Yeah, for uh, that's a, that's a pretty fun game. So they were the the kings of like bringing back game series that nobody really wanted. They also did Nuclear Strike in 1999. Which I love too. Like they're like, you know what? You know what game was great in 1993? <laughs> Nuclear Strike. Let's bring that back. But uh, they also then made uh, Crush Hour and Dino Thunder, Power Rangers, Dino Thunder. So uh, interesting games, <laughs> all those, and that's all they did. Unfortunately. But this so. is the thing I was talking about earlier, like with um, Warzone and Attitude. Like you have all of these um, kind of smaller tier developers um, that all kind of died out in the mid 2000s, and because uh, at this point now we just have pretty much AAA and then we have indie um, and then when an indie becomes big enough it sort of turns into that kind of mid-tier uh, development studio and that's why you just have all this random stuff that exists in the 90s and 2000s where you have just, just like, like the Simpsons Wrestling or whatever or fucking WWF Crush Hour um, and you know because you've just got these studios that will just take on any project because no fucking big studio in their right mind is going to take like uh, yeah, sure, we'll make a fucking WWF crush out. That's gonna, but I mean, maybe considering it had the the WWF logo on it. Um, although 
more on the side of the publisher to say sure we'll go with that um yeah i don't know just ugh, there's some random stuff out there i'm i'm surprised that during the early 2000s we didn't get more wwf games yeah that were not wrestling games you know yeah, because all you have to do is like, and I said, you got these larger than life characters, and you obviously have guys that can sell. So I, I, I'm shocked that they didn't pitch, or people didn't pitch them, and or, or, or maybe they did, and that WWF didn't want to just like whore out like to the, to, like just throw the rock and stone cold on the cover of whatever. It can be any game, it can be anything. Like I'm shocked that we didn't get more like beat 'em up games. Like that seems like the per- like it's easy to do. It's it's simple, and you know, just yeah, God, you looked at backstage, just all like you said, it sold 200,000 copies, and it's like a horrendous game in the dying days of of WCW with like a really innocuous cover that's like Goldberg throwing like a hip toss or something like that. You're like, what the fuck? But like, just throw Stone Cold Steve Austin on the cover of a game and it's going to sell like a million copies. You know what I mean? Like like in those days, because those guys were such powerhouses of, in, in terms of marketing and, and mainstream appeal that you're, I, I'm shocked that they didn't make more like random games. I can't even think of what they would have made, but like anything, like fuck, like a car driving game, like you said, that, that could be fine. Like a beat em up, that would have been fine. Like just straight up fighting games too, just not even like licensed, you know, wrestling games. They could have just been like random ass, you know, fight. like yeah, there should have been. Like we're, I'm actually shocked that we didn't get like thousands of, of, of those sort of games. Like maybe in the NES era, we would have seen that a little bit more, but uh, no, in this era, like it was still pretty simple to develop games. So yeah, I'm pretty shocked too. I, I went to the then. back of my head and I started thinking of like classic PlayStation 1 games, and the first thing I thought of was Final Fantasy and I now I'm like okay I want a WWF themed JRPG and oh dude that would be awesome you know what I mean? <laughs> like that would be pretty sweet so um I I guess that the closest thing we have to that like these days is all of the the mobile games that they develop um whether it's Supercard or I can't remember what the match three one um but you know it's just hey take whatever the popular mobile game trend at the time is and just you know put WWE wrestlers on front of it um that yeah and that's really how it's going to be going forward because the, the money that they generate and the the relative ease is to, to develop those types of games um and the, the lack of creativity you need and i'll be honest i've probably put about 40 to 50 hours into supercard i was unemployed at the time that's not an excuse but that's what i'm going with um and just i could kill hours upon hours playing that fucking game just putting two cards against each other and it's like yep the numbers are mine are bigger than yours i win and yeah so that's that's just where we are, I think, when it comes to anything that isn't a wrestling game, but with with WWE brand. Yeah, I remember playing it a little bit as well, and I'm not usually into those type of games, but I could see my and, and I kind of had to stop because I was like, oh boy, I could really play this game a lot. <laughs> like I remember I downloaded it and I played it for a few hours, and I was like, I should really uninstall this game because I'm gonna be that idiot that's like, sure, I'll put like 40 real life dollars into this game to like get a, a, a brand an Undertaker card so I could beat everybody. Like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Like, get out of here! Like, this is so silly that that I would do that. But uh, that's what those games hook you a little bit. But no, that, that's a pretty good one uh, as well. And 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 real quickly before, because uh, I know we have a few more games that we wanted to talk about i did want to uh say because i didn't see it on the notes but i think this is a good opportunity to bring it up sure. as well um text-based wrestling games as well your your extreme warfare revenges yeah, your total extreme yeah, wrestling like, actually yeah like because we, we were talking mostly like console or, or you know mobile games or like kind of your big kind of graphical wrestling games but uh there's also that genre too of the text-based wrestling games and uh uh in between you know awesome parties and having tons of sex with beautiful women uh in my <laughs> high school years i played a shit ton of extreme warfare revenge uh, i still have notebooks filled with them you know that was in between the parties and and, and the sex of course <laughs> uh, i would call, go home on a saturday you know i would say hey guys no i don't want you know i don't want to go to the party today i want to stay home and book years worth of like you know wcw in 1991 the scenario that i downloaded or whatever but you know the text-based wrestling games had a lot of fun to them too i mean it was one of those things that like the the original jump in is kind of weird because they 
they a lot of times they're text based games like you know what i mean they they don't they don't look good they don't look refined they they there's nothing really to them until you kind of dig in and realize how much there is to them and how much it's, fun it's, you can have with it's them. kind of like the early um championship football manager games which are all just text based basically and it's just like you just have an excel spreadsheet and it's like okay here's my team for the season and right here's the stats and that kind of stuff so you know those, those games have had those appeal uh, that that kind of appeals during the early 90s just you know applying it to to the wrestling format yeah, and they still do to these days. Like I, 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 um, I know for because uh, for for soccer football, you guys still have what is it? Uh, the, the football manager is still yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, usually have, popular, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the, the the presentation is a little bit more spruced up now, but yeah, you have like the the, the PC version. Uh, there's like a mobile version of well, which is slightly more portable. Um, but yeah, I know you. Um, I think you've you've spoken about a, a baseball game that does. Yeah, there's yeah. out of the park baseball, which is like now actually been like. You know, MLB sponsors it, so you like because before it would be like you have to download all like the the rosters or whatnot because they couldn't like they couldn't legally use the actual teams and actual rosters, but it was like in two seconds you could you could do that. And then you know, Sheer Warfare Revenge was the same way too. It was like yeah, you know, you can't really use the wrestlers, but then like in seconds you could download it and have everybody there and whatnot. But yeah, Out of the Park Baseball is one that's gotten super refined and 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 is just crazy level of details too. So there's still some appeal to those text based games, but yeah, the ones that I was really into were were, were very primitive, like very very basic games. But still to this day, I can kind of pick up and play them and and have some fun with them and 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 you know just being able to sort of there's never been a game where you can really take over a a wrestling promotion and really book it to the same way and really kind of you know be kind of the the puppet master of of your world more than those games and there's a lot of fun that you can really have with those so i so i enjoy those games like and 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 still to this day uh ones that i'll still play from time to time and i remember playing a lot of them even maybe sometimes more uh than the actual graphical games too because i think there was an extra level of death and i i have always i've always been the guy that you know because i'm a very uh very cool dude you know <laughs> you know uh, a big time you know wrestling nerd is like the idea of like promoting and and, and making matches and storylines and stuff always sort of appealed to me to be that puppet master that's kind of booking the stuff versus you know being the guy that's out there in the ring like i'd never envisioned myself as a wrestler i've always envisioned myself as like the guy backstage being like hey we should have the wrestlers do this like that's more what i've always envisioned myself being uh more so than like the over-the-top wrestler themselves i've, I've never been able to put myself like I, i'm weird about that i don't know where you stand but like on creative wrestlers like i never make myself like i know there's some people that will like make themselves but i'm like i, I feel weird about that because it's like no, oh, no i'm not i i made myself <laughs> but <clears throat> i uh i <laughs> I try to make myself kind of look as realistic as possible, but not, but, you know, obviously I've got, you know, some definition to me, some muscle, but I remember my No Mercy character still, uh, his name is Nitro, um, and I don't know why I called him that, and he has, uh, he kind of looks like he should be in one of those kind of mid-2000s American emo bands, uh, which is, to be honest, whereabouts my fucking fashion sense was in 2005. (laughs) Right, right, right. Uh, But he's got, like, long trunks, and he just, he just looks like, you know, he looks like someone you could probably see um fighting in ring of honor in 2005 kind of basic trunks basically yeah, yeah I, I, he looks realistic enough you know i didn't go too mad with him yeah i've always i'm trying to remember yeah i, I, don't, I don't know if i have ever like any real characters that i remember creating or whatnot but i always like there was a time where yeah i would kind of make a version of myself but now i just make like the absolute opposite of me and 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 yeah like because i always think like if someone comes over and they're like oh that's what you think you look like <laughs> you know what i mean like, well, I got, honest, like if someone comes over and they see that you're 
playing a wrestling game or playing like a text-based wrestling game like you have enough questions there to hand to deal with exactly right so... like they should know what i am but uh, I, you yeah. know i still have that idea but yeah the uh, <laughs> the text-based wrestling game that was always tough because i had a few friends that like watch wrestling and play the wrestling games with me and i'd be like hey you know you should play this game and they're like that like what are you doing uh, like, you why are you spending see, so you much time on that? That's just... <laughs> yeah like what are you doing dude like no stop. is that kind of your, like, no. your, your litmus test to find out like how far down the world they are as well Right, right, exactly. Like, and and most of them have fallen off, and they don't watch wrestling at all anymore. And I'm, you know, here <laughs> doing doing this. So yeah. it's like, and I still have like at home, you know. So, so every so often, I'll go to my mom's house, and I have like uh, in the side cabinet next to our computer, just like notebooks filled with like, because I would book like years in advance, and like the worst is like a guy would get like a drug addiction, and you're like, oh god damn it, like Rhino has a drug addiction, <laughs> like damn it, I had him like he was gonna make him at WrestleMania, or, like Lance Storm has like you know he retires out of nowhere, and you're like fuck, I had like years planned of him, or you know one of the things that's always fun in those games too, and. Of course, people would create scenarios and you could download those. Uh, but there was also the, the idea, and I, I love doing this too, where you started out as a backyard fed and you would try to get to like global because there was like there was different ranks that you could be in, in Extreme Warfare Revenge. You started out as a backyard, then you were like a low level indie, and then like a mid level, and then like national, and then global was like you're the you know you're you're there with WWF. You're the, one of the biggest companies in the world. And there was the idea of trying to take your stuff from a backyard to that, and like the grind of that of like you would build up a guy and then get like scooped up, and you'd be like, God damn it! Like, and you get how like. In, in real life, like how frustrating it would be to like build up, you know, a Mike Awesome and then he gets poached by, you know, WCW or whatever. And like you would do that in that game. Like you would have a guy ready to go and he'd, you'd, you'd build him up and you're like, oh, he's going to win the title at my big show here and it's going to be the biggest show I ever have. And then like Ring of Honor would sign him and you're like, you motherfuckers. Like, God damn it. Like, and you, you would get the thing. You'd get like frustrated. You have to like get up and kind of walk away and whatnot. So it was, uh, yeah, really, really fun stuff with those text based games. But I did want to bring those up though because I played a, a ton of them as well and I consider them the wrestling games. I think we should we should talk about them yeah no complete omission on my part and it's just completely i um i i i i downloaded one once and i fucked around with it for a little bit but for me when it came to um you know when whenever i was going into kind of armchair booker mode it was mainly just i would be at work like i worked in the supermarket for nine years and you have to find ways to fucking distract yourself and i remember around like 2010 i was kind of rebooking the whole like how would i do randy orton versus ted dibiase jr you know that's where i was at and i did i did a wrestling game for that i had eight hours at work to do that sort of thing and i tell you the storyline that i booked for those two it was better than anything <laughs> they could have come up with but i remember uh, there was also a game called promotion wars i don't know if you ever heard of that one but it no, was basically that one. yeah that one is um it's it's a little bit more basic. There's not a ton to it, but like graphically, it was what way better than like Extreme Warfare Revenge or any of those ones, which is is very kind of rough around the edges and and, and Total Extreme Wrestling, which is the new version of that. Like they've they've kind of refined that. But uh, it was promotion war, so you could either be WCW or WWF or whatever. I was always WCW because like I want to I want to try to beat you know the the competition. I remember I, I eventually finally. On, a, on an episode of Nitro, it was like 2002 because WCW had survived, uh, you know, did not get bought out. It was like 2002, and I finally, with like a Sean O'Hare Lance Storm main event, beat WWF. And I was like, we are, we are good to go, guys. I have saved <laughs> WCW by pushing Lance Storm and Sean O'Hare. But like, man, they had like a year long feud between those two dudes. But uh, yeah, I was, again, between the parties and the sacks, is, is, I was doing this. So, of course, of course. <laughs> right. um, I remember um, the, there was a massive deal that was made about uh, TNA impact having a video game and it was going to be created by midway and i uh i you know i i was watching tna pretty much regularly from i'm gonna say about 2006 onwards um and the idea of them having a, a video game was like yeah this this sounds awesome i'm 
you know, I, I hope that it kind of works out. And um, just in terms of having TNA as a competitor to, to WWE, just them having their own uh, video game as well. I was I was excited to see how that come out. And I remember seeing um, kind of like early footage and the, the presentation. I was like, okay, this this looks like it could be pretty good. Uh, and, and then it came out and the, um, there was the PS3 version, the PS2 version. Uh, I, I remember playing briefly some of the PS3 version. And I mean, it was like, nope, this is bad. This is just nothing here. Over years later, um, co-host Dave would sit me down to let me play the PS2 version. And it was just the most busted thing and and felt very much within the vein of TNA uh, in 2010 uh, of just being an absolute garbage fire at that point. Yeah, I think one of the the great parts about this too is is I know that in the development of the game, and this is always kind of a fun fact to bring up. It's the most TNA thing ever. Is uh, they were in negotiation with EA and Rockstar to make this game. Oh my god! And they chose Midway, and they chose Midway <laughs> who at this point were yeah, like at this like, point, that, is there anything more TNA than being like, you know what, nah, Rockstar? Yeah, you got a little bit of luck with just GTA thing, but uh, you know your your luck's gonna run out here. We're gonna go with Midway, baby. Midway's the guy. The, like, oh my god, imagine. And the, like, and the developers that they used, like the part of Midway they were using, had were fucking the ones that had made the the backyard wrestling games as well. Which yes, I didn't even want to bring them up. Like, they're not on my list. I have no. I don't. Have, <laughs> I don't want to talk about those games. You know. <laughs> so this is what we're dealing with here. Jesus. Oh my god, yeah. Like I, I I'm sure they saw like, oh, you have a history with wrestling games, good to go. Like versus like Rockstar, who like I think at the time had made like, like that table tennis game, which is like, you know, imagine like that sort of engine in in wrestling like it's Rockstar. Like you know that they would have busted their ass to try to make something good. Like they've rarely just like shit out something that's garbage. Or, like whereas, you know, Midway, yeah, that that that's kind of their thing is like, hey, we're gonna make you a garbage game. Do you want that? You're like, yeah, sure, great. Like, you know, any any midway past like nineteen ninety eight is like, hey, we're gonna make a really terrible game. Are you down for that? Like, yeah, perfect. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but um and that's kind of what this game is. It, it it's like it looks pretty good. I like the I like the art style a lot. I like the presentation a lot, but it's another one of those when the bell rings games where you're just like, oh yeah, no, this is this is not good. This is it 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 it, it it's got all the makings of what should be a good wrestling game, but then it's just it's just not. It's just it's it's really mediocre. It's just not fun, and yeah, I don't know. It it, it just doesn't work for me. Um, I've never played the Wii version, and I I've never played a, a Wii wrestling game, and I can imagine that because um, I'm pretty sure there was a couple of the SmackDown versus Raw games, uh, and I know that the TNA Impact was in the Wii as well, and pretty much any game that was ported to the Wii that was originally planned in mind for one of the other consoles, um more or less without fail they're terrible because the the incorporation of the the motion controls is either just heavily gimmicked and is fun for about five minutes and then the the novelty wears off and you just want to sit down and play like a normal controller or it's just busted beyond all belief and i can't imagine what tna impacts on the wii must play like i just I, i'm gonna have to find it one of these days i'm gonna have to sit down i'm gonna have to play it because i need to know um, oh god! Is it motion? Is it like mostly motion controlled too? I don't know. I have oh no my idea. god! Yeah, because I I hate the Wii. I'm one of those like whoa I, I, whoa whoa yeah, rich. I hate the Wii. All right, I all right. Uh, you know you, you've you've gone bold. Uh, you've okay. gone really bold on me here. 
I just really don't like the anything with the motion controls. I hate motion controls in games. I hate like VR in games. I just want to sit on my couch and play it. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't want to jump around. I don't have to do that. There there's some good stuff on the Wii. I think one of the other problems too with the Wii is I worked at a video game store when the Wii came out, and the numerous death threats I was given in relation to the Wii uh, ends up making me I think hate it a little bit more because I was on a uh, weekly basis because everybody wanted to get the Wii that one the year it came out or whatnot, and the, you know Nintendo being Nintendo, they shipped like twelve you know Wiis to every you know state just to make it you know a rare thing nintendo being nintendo yeah exactly and like people were like where is it like you have it i'm like i don't like it trust me i would love to sell you a wii but they send us like two (laughs) you know like i have nothing to give so i would i would get death threats on a a weekly basis including one guy who actually walked in with a knife one time and said go back there and get me a wii and i was like all right like i don't have one but i was like dude why would i lie to you about that like why would i not say that we have them but um yeah so i think that's a part but no i I mean, got some you could have just said I got threatened with a knife once and I would have not fought you on your stance on the Wii. So. <laughs> no, but I also don't like the system all that much. I mean, there's some <laughs> games that I enjoy. I think the thing that I like most about the Wii when I eventually did get one is the Virtual Console. But that has nothing to do with, like, wobbling, you know. And, like, WarioWare, I think, was the game that I really enjoyed. And there was, like, some big Brain Academy games that I liked on them and whatnot. And obviously, you know, the the, the, the Zelda I'm blanking on the Twilight Princess, Twilight right? Is the, yeah, yeah. yeah is, so, like, that game is pretty solid. But yeah, with that said, it's better to play Twilight Princess on the GameCube. The- That's what I mean yeah. like almost every one of them is better done like just and, not and Skyward Sword is like the Zelda ga- Skyward Sword is the Zelda game I hate more than any other so yeah it's all right fine see, see? Yeah. I'm saying like, you know I'm, I'm like I love the charm of Nintendo and I like everything that they 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 usually do but yeah the Wii just for whatever reason like I don't want to stand up and have to like you know and Wii bowling was fun to play I guess a little bit too but sure, uh, that was yeah. you know me and my nan we'd every every weekend we'd play a bit of Wii bowling and you know it kind of brought us together so, and I think I hated that. You know, I think I hated that too because like my aunt had like a Wii, and I was like, "Fuck off!" Like, don't go. Don't, no, video games are my thing. Like, don't do that. And I'm luckily, like, thankfully, everybody just like stopped playing them after that. But that was the system that, like, yeah, like your grandma had, or your yeah. mom had, or your my, aunt my, had. my my nan actually. She saw the the advert for Wii Fit on the TV, and she's like, "Hey, you've got one of those Nintendo Wiis. Let's get that Wii Fit thing, and we can use the board, and we can do that kind of stuff." And I think we used it like once, maybe, and then it, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And that's kind of the Wii thing too. And I was like, that's when I became like a gatekeeper about video games i was like no 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 i've been putting like years into this shit and getting made fun of like no 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 not everybody in the world is going to start playing video games like that's going to stop right now and, and it luckily did so um the last game i have on the list um the i think the only one we've spoken about that wasn't uh you know a, an official uh wrestling company licensed game uh would be saturday night slam masters uh for the genesis and super NES, the two versions that i uh, played um and, you know, just this game, just it feels like Capcom just through and through, um, you know, and as someone who played a, a ton of, of Street Fighter back in the day in Final Fight, uh, I fucking, I love this game. Um, it's not the most, you know, deep or complex or refined. It's it, it kind of within the vein of being like a, a WrestleMania, the arcade game, you know, just it feels like an arcade game. Um, but I, I love the presentation of Capcom and their games in the, the early 90s for the NES and the SNES. You know, I, I love Mega Man, I love Street Fighter. Um, so any of those kinds of games that Capcom are creating, um, I just, I love their, their visual style and presentation. And uh, I, I have a fun soft spot for, for Saturday Night Slam Masters. Yeah, I really like it as well. And that's a game that I've only recently kind of um, 
because of the art of like emulators and I got like a Raspberry Pi uh, last year and put, you know, RetroPie in it or whatnot. And that's a game that I've discovered almost through there. Like, cause it wasn't, I know it was out in America, but like I, nobody, I, I really, I don't remember ever playing it as a kid. I don't remember ever anybody ever having it. I don't remember seeing it able to rent. Like it was very, very much, at least in America, I, I would say, and maybe just my perspective. And, and there might be other people in America that are like, no dude, it was all over the place, but I just never remember ever seeing it. And I think because it wasn't licensed to, it wasn't really top of mind um, either, but, you know, going back and playing it recently, it's a game that holds up just remarkably well because it is, it, it, it is of the time period that I think is is the type of video games that 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 you know that that sort of like mid '90s, the SNES, the the Genesis, like that 16-bit era. I think it, it, it is the one that's going to live on forever because it's just like it works. Like it, it, no matter what, like the art is always going to be pretty good, and it's always going to kind of just fit in a time period. And it's always going to have sort of the the right level of refinement that, like you know, the early PlayStation games. Like go back and play the original Tomb Raider. It's it, it, it's horrible it's just awful to play with like weird polygons or whatnot whereas this game is like the sprites and 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 like you said it 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 just nails the capcom aesthetic to its exact point everyone's kind of over the top everyone's right out of their mind there's a lot of colors going on there's a lot of things happening but like the crowd looks good the refs look good the wrestlers look good the sound looks good it's just it's exactly like the the the, the you know you knew capcom put all of their effort into it like they did for all their games of this era and made it really work and made it really fun so uh yeah i love this game now going back and playing it and and it's weird because i don't know that it's 100 percent a wrestling game it feels sometimes more like a, re- uh, a fighting game but they get enough of the wrestling stuff in there where you feel like you're playing a wrestling game still there's enough power bombs there's pile drivers there's clotheslines there's enough stuff there's obviously the ring like so they i think they nailed it they did a really great job with it and it sucks that i didn't play it more as a kid because i'm sure i would have loved it then but now you know i'm kind of playing it now as an adult and and i can still enjoy it a bit but yeah it's 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 it, it's a really 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 great game. It's it's actually one of those weird fighting games where it it plays and behaves more like a, a 2D beat 'em up um, more than an actual like 2D fighting game. Um, because even though the to a certain degree you, you'd think that those two types of games would be quite similar, they actually kind of feel very very different. Um, you know, a, a fighting game is with a you know with an, an enclosed arena um, and it's very much on. Uh, your combos and, and the mechanics around that where with with a beat-em-up it's it, it has a more sort of arcade vibe to it um, and there's more kind of maneuverability more places to move around there's just more space in general um, and, and I think that what makes Slam Masters kind of feel a bit surprising going in is it just it doesn't actually act like a fighting game it, it acts more like a acts more like Final Fight basically which is yeah you know uh, and Mike Hager's in the game so obviously um and I think that's what one of the things that makes it feel very unique against um, any of the other uh, wrestling games or any of the kind of fighting games at the time is that it just yeah it doesn't kind of really behave like a like a Street Fighter. Yeah, and I think one of the things cool that, that that's awesome about it is at this time we're talking about you know 1993 or whatnot or 94 uh, ish like it, you know WF Raw like I mentioned on the Genesis you know everybody the characters were different and they kind of felt somewhat different but you know ultimately like Doink and, and Yokozuna are kind of the same you know they're they're in those games they don't feel ultimately all that much different whereas this game because it's Capcom and because they were so good at that at that time like you know the great Oni and, and, and Mike Hager are way different. Like they feel different. Like Oni feels like he's jumping around and doing other stuff. Like, or, uh, what El Stingray, I think was the, the, the luchador. And like, he feels like a luchador. He's doing like the, the spinning drop kicks. Yeah, and he's yeah, doing yeah. like crazy stuff. And like, he feels like he's like a little less weighty. Like you can move around a little bit more with him. He's got better speed. Whereas, whereas Hager feels, you know, bigger and stronger and like a little bit more when, when you make impact with him, it feels like a big dude is making impact with you. Whereas like El Stingray, you have to play a little bit more of, of kind of bouncing around the ring and doing all that sort of stuff. 
Kristoff or like Biff Slamgatovich or whatever I think his name was, or I forget what it was, or uh, like that. But yeah, he, you know, again, feels like big and, 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 and strong. And then like the other guys. So I think they nailed that a little bit more than almost any wrestling game of that era did, where like the characters feel different. There, there's a different weight to them. And there's obviously a different structure where, where if you pick your character, he is going to play like he looks and and he's going to play like the style that they want him to play and i think that that that's you know an, an overlooked thing by a lot of wrestling games is like make that because you know you go back to especially at the nes and the super you know early um you know wrestling games you have like wrestlemania and super wrestlemania and those sort of games and whatnot and a lot of those like they don't nobody feels that much different i forget one of the games i think it might be super wrestlemania where like everybody does the exact same moves and like that's such a it's it, it's just so disappointing when you're like oh wait Hulk Hogan do, why is he doing a power bomb like no like that no like that's stupid like he shouldn't do that like but so, so to make their time that's why exactly right right I guess they, I guess they were much, they were much more hardcore than I thought yeah the Super <laughs> WrestleMania developers but like you know that that like there's just certain parts where like they thought hey the guys look like the guys that's enough for us and it's like no it's it's really not and Capcom nailed that where like everybody feels different that's you know to this day like you know you go back and play the old Street Fighter games and like every guy feels different. Every guy and girl in that game feels and plays differently and has sort of a different style to them. And that's what makes, I think, Saturday Night Slam Master stand out amongst almost any other game of that era is that there is, they, they feel different. Like the guy is just, there's a different refinement to every character. And I think that, that, that it went a long way too. Yeah, and like just the, the overall presentation. And I remember uh, one of the first things I mentioned way back when on the very first episode we did of Link to the Cast and we did uh, Legend Zelda Link to the Past. Uh, that's why we're called what we are. And I just remember saying that you just kind of take any game from the, the Super Nintendo era and it has a presentation that genuinely is timeless. Like, you would yep. go forward four or five years into that that early transitional stage of, of like 3D graphics and it's like, oh, everything's in 3D. It's like, yeah, but everything also looks fucking horrendous. Like, I brought up Tomb Raider and just that, that game is ugly as fuck. And, you know, we were talking about... Um, the, the the crowds and you know you look at the the crowds in in attitude or in smackdown or whatever and they just look uh they look ridiculous but you know the the, the level of detail that you get in in slam masters like for a game in 93 you know it genuinely it holds up today and um and i mean i have a, an appreciation for the pixel art style and, and when the the kind of resurgence of that pixel art uh, retro style came back around the I think it was around the, the, the late part of the last decade uh, and it's just you know the the stuff that comes out now um, using that pixel art style like I, it's one of my favorite art styles because it holds up in any era uh, and that just you know just adds to the how much the slam masters has kind of stood the, the test of time yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mentioned before at the top of the show about you know playing the Switch. I mean, some of my favorite games that I played on the Switch, I'm playing Undertale, like I mentioned right now. Uh, Golf Story, I played a shit ton yeah. of as well. Like I find myself immediately going back to that sort of style, and I think it's like I hate to become like the old guy that's like nah, back in my. But like it is, it's timeless, and like you know, there's there's you know just a certain. I, I think there's so much you can do with that pixel art style, and I think that's when when video games for me really kind of peaked, and 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 the perfect amount of creativity while also just I don't I don't know yeah that pixel art style just works for me so well, and and I love that it's like back in full force too, and and that now like these just super deep games and these really fun games are using that style and and using them to like the umph degree or whatever because like yeah so far I mean I love Undertale, Golf Story was great. I'm trying to figure out uh, the, there's a few other ones that I played on the Switch too that uh, I, I'm blanking on right now, but I always find myself gravitating towards that style. All right, well, um, I, I've, I've rattled off everything that I have on the list. I don't know if there's anything we've missed, if there's anything that you think uh, is worth bringing back up or that we haven't discussed yet. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's all the wrestling games. I think one of the things that going back you know, through squashing buttons and playing a lot of the games, I, I, I found that like 
I liked a lot of wrestling games growing up, but like a lot of them don't hold up all that well. But mm-hmm. the ones that do hold up are just like awesome. Like Fire Pro, I think all those hold up pretty well. Saturday Night Slam Masters does. Uh, the Aki games do. And the other ones, you know, <laughs> eh, WrestleMania 2000 or, or uh, WrestleMania the arcade game, I should say. In an arcade setting definitely does. But like, yeah, going back, a lot of the games that I played in my youth uh, just don't hold up all that well. Because wrestling games don't lend themselves to a lot of, of depth. And, 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 and these days, unfortunately, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take to come back. I know... Um, Cody Rhodes made like a little bit of a reference because I think some 90s nostalgia account was talking about uh, the Aki games. And he said, hey, you know, somebody should make, you know, a game with the style again and this engine again. And I'm sure that, you know, anything that he does is pretty deliberate. So I I, I would be interested to see because uh, it would it would work with the motif of all elite as well to, for them to kind of jump in and try to see what they could do with with, you know, a new video game or trying to get that engine or whatnot. But I would just love to see. And, and you know, people I, you know, I up, started but, with the all elite joke at the start and now you've kind of brought it back full circle. I have. I really have. Yeah. So <laughs> it works pretty well there. But, uh, you know, that'd be kind of cool. But I think one of the things, too, is I don't I, I love those games, but I would like to see somebody come into the game space and just say, here's our our take on pro wrestling video games and just do something a little bit different. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to have the old Aki games back or, or whatnot, but, or, or, or the other games that people bring up all the time too. And I guess we didn't bring them up, but we maybe should, uh, the Def Jam games, the fight for New York. And, and I forget the name of the other one, but those use the Aki engine, but just with a bunch of rappers instead of wrestlers, but those games rock, man, those games are really, really cool. Uh, so that'd be a fun engine to see them bring back. But ultimately I don't want to necessarily, one part of me wants to see, yeah, oh yeah, let's have a new game with you know new wrestlers with the old engine or whatever. But I just like to see somebody come into this game space and just kind of refine uh, the wrestling game engine because I think there's a lot you could do with it, and I think it's still an untapped market because the 2K games have just given us the same shit for the last 15 years, and I do think there's 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 something there, but I don't know that that we're ever going to get that because you know wrestling is video games have become kind of monopolized and 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 wrestling of course in its monopolized nature uh it's tough to imagine like some new you know developer coming in and saying hey this is how wrestling games are going to be made now because you know the 2k games make so much money doing what they do and it's so hard now to make a new video game that like it 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 seems almost impossible so that's kind of the depressing way to end the show is that like i don't know that we're ever going to get like truly great wrestling games ever again and we're just gonna have to unfortunately go back to you know the late 2000s or whatever the mid 90s to find one that we really enjoy so we see where like um the the kind of attitudes towards uh wwe or the attitudes towards finding uh different other forms of, of wrestling other promotions and, and the ease and availability so i mean i don't know where we'll see in in five years time but um you know seeing how all the uh starts and and the continuation of new japan growing like in a couple of years time maybe the someone will come along or a publisher will come along and think okay you know there is a, a market here that um, we can we can cater to that isn't just you know, WWE fans and um, and and yeah who who knows who knows. I think they'd be surprised. I think if any developer did come into the space, I think they'd be surprised at how much you know support they would get. I get that there's like a huge investment of doing it you know at the initial time, but I think I think it'd be really worth it to to, to see somebody come into the space and try to do something different. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll finish up. Uh, Rich, I gotta be honest. I would really like you to come back on the show and and we'll, we can do like one of our normal shows and because I'd, I'd yeah, like to just talk great. more about just kind of like other stuff that you play as well. So um, yeah, I, I I think that would be really cool. Um, uh, thank you very much for coming on. Usually we get people to, to plug what they do, but to be honest, as soon as this goes out on Twitter, I'm pretty sure anyone that listens to this is already going to know who you are anyway. So I mean, <laughs> if you feel like plugging anything, by all means, go be my guest. 
Uh, yeah, I'll do a quick little. Just that, obviously, <laughs> VoicesOfWrestling.com, uh, at VoicesWrestling on Twitter. But you should delete Twitter because Twitter's pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, also, VoicesOfWrestling.com slash Patreon is where we do all of our paid stuff. And I said, like, the squashing buttons, which I haven't done in a little while. But if, uh, if I get enough people from this podcast that say, hey, I really want to watch that and check it out, like, uh, I, I might dust it off and do it again. But, uh, yeah, good stuff going on there. And, uh, yeah, plenty to like at uh, uh, VoicesOfWrestling.com as well if you're into uh, – uh, the wrestling space and anything with uh, previews, reviews, columns, all that good stuff uh, we have up on there. And then I do the uh, weekly Voice of Wrestling flagship podcast as well, which is on the Voice of Wrestling uh, podcast network, which has a lot of good stuff. Like uh, I mentioned, Music of the Mat is one as well. Uh, Joe Gagne, who does you may, some of you guys might know him from. Uh, he does Joe. Uh, the, the, the uh, What is it? Funtime Arcade. Joe Gagne's Funtime yeah. Arcade uh, on YouTube. That series about uh, wrestling video games. He does the five star match game uh, on our podcast network, which is pretty cool as well. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Listen to those and. Uh, uh, yeah, I uh, thank you very much for bringing me on here. And yeah, I would love to come and do a normal show and just talk uh, talk other video games because I spend uh, way too much time between uh, all my parties and sex, <laughs> also playing <laughs> normal video games too. But uh, living that good yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's uh, no good stuff there. But no, I'd, I'd love to come on and, and do that. So thank you so much for having me though. Cool. Okay. And to everyone else, uh, I have no idea when this is going up, so I don't know if this will be up uh, before we, we start the year with one of our normal format shows again. Uh, but if not, um, yep, yeah, we got a whole bunch of... Uh, we'll, we'll be getting back to our, our, our normal for- format soon enough. Um, and uh, we'll probably have a, a, a special Royal Rumble recap um, after next week as well, so keep an eye out for that. And um, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll speak to you again next time.